Hey, it's Adeline Van Dyke from Coldwell Banker Faith Properties in Utica. I always get asked, why do I love real estate? It's very simple. I love my clients. I love every single thing about helping them find or sell their home. Making sure the home is solid and ready for sale or solid and ready for the buyer's inspection to making sure that they're getting the best rate on their mortgage, making sure they're getting the best price on their house. You know, just everything involved in the sale is vital. My absolute favorite part of real estate is when a buyer walks into the house they're going to buy. I can feel it before they even know they're loving the house. It's just that obvious. So I'd love to experience that feeling with you. So give me a call. Adeline Van Dyke, Coldwell Banker, Faith Properties, 315-404-6431. Or you can find me on Facebook or visit my website at centralnewyork.com backslash Adeline. Thank you. And I look forward to welcoming you home. When it's your hard-earned money on the line that you are investing into a home, it makes sense to choose a proven professional to assist you in making one of the biggest investments you may ever make. Josh's dedication of over 20 years to the home construction industry allows him to bring knowledge and experience to your doorstep. That means you can feel confident and comfortable with his service to you. Past clients love his attention to detail and thorough written reports. By allowing priceless inspections to help you make a well-informed decision concerning your property, you will find that a quality inspection is priceless. Follow Priceless Inspections on Facebook or call 315-525-8725. In the Mohawk Valley, for the best real estate service, you gotta have faith. Caldwell Banker Faith Properties, 315-735-2222 or www.centralnyhomes.com. The following is a presentation of Disruption Networks. Yo, law infidels, that's right. It's Hacker Hameen. This is Al Schneer from the band Mo. Hey, this is Corey Glover from Living Color. And you're listening to EC Radio. And you're listening to EC Radio. Live on EC Radio with the Z-Man. So take the pizza out of your fat moron mouse. Sit back and listen before I give you a $5 face slap. You'll never forget, infidels. Yo, law. Welcome to EC Radio Podcast. We would like to thank all of our sponsors for joining the Disruption team, and we hope that you will support all of our sponsors. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this program. Disruption Network! What's up, everybody? How are ya? Did you miss me? What's good? It's EC Radio. We live and direct Disruption Network. DisruptionNetwork.net, the all-new website. Check it out. Big ups to my boy Pete Brown, Creative Concepts, CNY out there. Check him out if you need a web design. Z here, hanging. I am back, baby. I'm back. I had a little sabbatical off to, uh, off to the West Coast, the left side, if you will. Or is it the right side? It all depends on where you're standing, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> my, my left. That left that you hear right there is my man, my bro, my tag team partner, my dude in them, my mans, my bro ham, my ace in the hole, my follower, my fucking 
Chicken. Right. <laughs> I was gonna say right not. Right not. No, I don't want to be. No, no. I don't want anything. We work to as do. a tag team, you know. Yeah, but I, not in that fashion. Chicken, <laughs> get your head out of the gutter. It's always in the head gutter. in the game. Let's go. We're back. DC Radio. I'm glad to be back. I'm in a mood today. I'm in a mood today. A lot of crazy shit going on right now. Are we really loud right now? Uh, no, I mean, you might be in the headphones. I was going to say, I'm like, woo. Maybe I'm just not, you know. Is that better? Yeah, yeah definitely The, the guest last night needed it a little bit louder. That's what happens when you're dealing with musicians. But yeah. Which was from the baseline, right? Big ups to the baseline. We had our new baseball podcast Great launched debut. last night with JP and SPG. On the baseline, they sound like an I chart. Yeah, right. Just like everything on here the on D. the D. So <laughs> with Z. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, but that tsh, there's the drum roll. Who's where's our drummer tonight? He's not here. Oh, I know. <laughs> Anyways, big ups to our boy from the baseline for launching it and doing their. If any baseball fanatics are in the house that listen to us, you should tune into what they're doing. They're doing some good stuff, and it's cool. It's actually they actually have fact yep. checkers like Gaffney's on ch- on top of the stats. Yes, I know. He's on top of it. Like when the question came out, boom, 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 he was there checking stuff. So he's just checked, and he said, "EC Radio's back." And sorry, I'm deaf. Yeah, I'm deaf too, though, bro. <laughs> it, that's why they're separate lines. So I am just as loud as you are. Gaff, I'm glad he so. set it up separate lines, though, because yeah, I'm I deaf. Was getting blown away. I'm deaf. That's what happens. But, but you know, uh, Sean came in, filled in for Ga- our uh, Caleb over on the D. Uh, the D-line on Thursday. Chicken football's over with. Give it up. I'm just giving them <laughs> props. That's all. And it's never over. Football's never over. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Anyways, good to see you, buddy. You know, today is a crazy day in central New York. Do you, Like, all oh, the schools yeah. in the area right now are on lockdown. How crazy is that right now? There was a threat at Utica College this afternoon or earlier this morning, which, by the way, Utica College should be out celebrating. They shouldn't be on lockdown. They should be celebrating that conference championship that they won over the weekend. Instead, and it's very unfortunate, there's there's some sick, twisted individuals in this fucking world and in this fucking area. They got to do these bomb threats. Like, come on, man. When's it going to end? And you know what? I, I... Really have a feeling, I'm, and I hope I'm right, that it's just a bunch of goofy kids just being dicks because they, they, they're all over the, the area. Right. And I remember in high school, there was a kid that, you know, did it as a joke, you know, and everybody knew a week ahead of time that he was going to do it, and he did it like and a he probably moron. bragged about it afterwards. Yep, and he got like a week suspension, that's about it. And a slap on the wrist because no, it wasn't a big thing then. Right. You know, it was just like, well, they they have to close school, so like he did it to close school. And it's like you fucking moron. But like nowadays, to do it, you should do jail time. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, a hundred percent. Because we can't play anymore. This isn't funny. No. This isn't a joke. This isn't, this a, isn't joke. a prank. You're not pulling a prank call or a crank call anymore. It's not funny. Right. It's too serious now. It's a serious fucking thing that's going on in this world. And there is a serious problem. And you know what, chicken? It starts with home. That's where it starts, at home. Like, you're too patting these kids on the back like, oh, you're such a good boy. You know, you're doing mm-hmm. good. And then when they realize they're a fuck-up, they can't handle it. And, and they freaking lose their mind. On top of everybody's fucked up on drugs. But don't forget, you know, a lot of these kids might have gotten pushed to the edge because of bullying. You know what I mean? They've gotten True. bullied to the point where they just don't care and fuck everybody. I'm going to blow everybody away type of thing. And, uh, again, starts at home with the other kids' parents. Exactly. You know what I mean? It goes both ways. And, uh, the, people need to step up and stop stop acting like idiots and start acting like parents and raise your kids properly. But as far as these threats, too, you know what I found really, really um, moronic and interesting was back when they had the AT&T shooting mm-hmm. here in New York Mills, which weirdly never gets spoke about anymore. It always gets swept under the rug. Chicken. It's so weird, you know? And Because uh, I, I was working at... 
Verizon about a mile away from when this happened. You know what I mean? It very easily could have been me in that situation. But um, people would come come into the store and be like, this is why people get shot. You know, this is that's why people shoot you people. And, I'm, you know, and they would do it as almost like an argument solver. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're just threatening my life? Do you realize what you're doing over your fucking cell phone, right. dude? Like, really? Over a cell phone. Yeah, that you fucked up. It was your fault your bill so high. Or you dropped your phone in the road. Now you're calling me and saying this is why people get shot. And uh, and we were instructed as soon as people said that to call the police. And we had probably about four or five people arrested because of that. It's a shame, man. It is. It's absolutely. Yeah. And there's a mental health issue in the world. Oh, no, no. And, and I'm telling you, and I go back guns. to the drugs, too. All these mass shootings, what did they all have in common other than there, it was a white American and everybody thinks mm. it's the refugees or, or the immigrants? Well, it's all an immigrant it, problem. There was one, maybe, what, the Santa Barbara one or whatever. Or the, he was the black. Well, there was an Asian guy, right? The Asian guy, and right. And then there was a black guy that killed the reporters. Okay. Right, but, live on camera. But that's about it. Right. <laughs> it really is. But they, they want to put it on the immigrants. It's the immigrants' fault. But you, all these mass shootings were from white Americans. That's where it was. Right. It was from white Americans. And what was the all common, the all common denominator with, with all these mass murderers lately? Depression. Maybe depression, but drugs, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was all some kind of chemical imbalance in there going on because Big Farm has all these guys all fucked up. And it's a shame. It's a shame. There's a a serious mental health, and there's a serious problem with parenting. And that's why, like, we got in on uh, Tommy Drama's show... You know, he's going in. I didn't want to turn this into Tommy I Drama know. show, and, but and we I, got every school in Utica right now right. on lockdown or lockout. But, and everybody's focusing on the weapon and not on the cause that the weapon's being used. Right. And that was my thing is like, let's focus more on this mental health issue because you're just like, well, it's not mental health. Yes, it is. People, normal thinking people don't walk into a school or walk into a building shooting people. So right off the bat, there's a disconnect right there. There's something going on mentally. Yeah. And, um, whether it's a momentary depression type of thing or they're fucked up. Mm-hmm. Either case, you know, we got to figure this out. And I feel like this country needs better mental health um, evaluation evaluation and treatment. Like, we should be treating mental health. Like, when you go into In your, the schools. From, your, from the time you're a kid. Yeah. Your doctor should be looking at your mental health the same way he looks at your regular health. You know, you go for your, your, your um, exi- you know, uh, exam, you know, uh, Every year that you go, you should have some sort of mental exam, whether they send you to a specialist or whatever, just to make sure that you're all there. I agree. And people change from time to time. Sometimes it's not like you're completely fucked up. Maybe you just, things just hit you hard. You know what I mean? Like you got laid off from your job. Your wife left you. Um, you know, your kid passed away or something to that effect. And then you get you get depressed. You get into the drugs. Right. And then you just can't find a way out. But you're too proud to go to a doctor or someone to see it because they treat you like you're a criminal. Now, all of a sudden, you're on a watch list. Oh, this guy's potentially suicidal. Could be homicidal. We don't know. And people don't want to... They feel trapped or embarrassed or, you know, they don't want to... It, it's not widely accepted by society to have mental issues i mean i've talked to girls who were like yeah i actually was seeing a counselor i'm sorry if you think that's it's nothing serious i'm like no but you had the whereabouts to go see somebody yeah right you know what i mean like you had the the you knew you had it like sometimes the people around you aren't giving you the best advice mm-hmm. sometimes that's they're true. not really your friends mm-hmm. and sometimes they just don't know they're just as fucked up as you are yep. and you just need that outside 
you know ear ear vent venting's exactly. good why let it fester up you're just going to explode and and I, I feel like some of these cases are people yeah. exploding from too much built-up aggression. And, and there, there could be a simple solution, but they're, they're so fucked up in their head that they can't really see it. You know what I mean? When you can't see the forest before the trees. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're so in it that you, you can't figure out how to get out. Yeah. And you just need somebody to, to break it down for you. You know, somebody just unload all that crap out there. And maybe you might need some sort of medication. Maybe it's marijuana. Maybe you just need to smoke a joint and relax and just get that shit off your chest. That's my solution. You know? <laughs> Same here, brother. Bandage is checking. He says, why not tackle the problem from multiple angles? It's a big enough and complex enough problem that it is, a single solution isn't going to be the issue. He's right, too. Absolutely. He's right. You do have to tackle it. It's not a right and a left-wing thing. Everybody needs to get the politics right out of the whole thing. Amen, brother. And you know Amen. what? The whole thing is there's always been guns. Mm -hmm. You know, there has always been guns, there but there has never be been this kind of a mass shooting ever in the history in at least my 42 years there's always been guns the guns aren't really the problem it's the people pulling the trigger mm -hmm. the, the guns don't have a brain they can't pull the trigger and then we I, instantly go to left or right right but is do is it easy for them mental cases to purchase a gun yeah it is you could go to walmart right now and buy an ar-15 i mean it's you need to be able to jump through hoops like well, look at what japan does like their cops in japan don't even carry guns they use multiple they use martial arts and, and tactics and shit like that in fact assault rifles are banned in japan and nobody really owns guns in japan they're not really well, a I, devious you know society i kind of like what you said a little bit earlier but i and i was saying this before like Instead of, like, banning and creating, like, why not treat assault rifles like we treat pistols? Right. You got to go file out for a separate license for that, justify why you're using that, and then have a training course required to, to go through it. So that way you know you're using it properly. You know who has those guns. You know, like, you know, if you're a responsible gun owner, then you have no problem, like, just like you would a pistol. To go file for this. You still get your regular sh shotguns and your, you know, regular rifles. I'm but if you want to get an AR-17 or whatever the fuck you want, you want to get one of those, you file for another permit. Yeah, It should take you, like, years to get, get a permit. You know, you should jump through these evaluations. Look how long it takes you to become a cop. It should take you, like, that long to even, like, be able to acquire a, or a permit or an AR-15 or whatever. I see JP's checking in. What up, Jeff? Good to see you. The, uh, the bag of donuts. Daylight show. We got to tune in with those guys. I, I've been out of the loop for a little bit, but uh, he said, I thought I tuned in the back talk, and that's hilarious. No, a lot less talk, uh, yelling. Well, the thing is, is the whole, right, the whole thing is this lockdown with the schools today, and it, when it is that close to home, pff, you yeah. know, how do you not talk about it, you know? And really, I, I think, you I, know, I, th I, the problem is, is everybody's got this dialogue going on. But no one likes to compromise or mm -hmm. see solutions. Everybody is right, and that's it. Well, because you know, and that's goes the problem right to right with social media and, the, and these platforms. You Everyone know? goes right or left. Are you right or are you left? And then, like, right. you know, I've been called a hypocrite because you know I'll support gun laws, and then you're you know the right to bear arms and all I that. I support the gun laws too. And then, like, you know, I'm anti. You know, I'm, I'm pro-choice. Do you own a gun? Yes. Oh, you do? I don't. Yes, I do. I, I actually can't stand them. I, I can't. Can I shoot them? Yeah, I've shot them my whole life because you know where I grew up in the mm -hmm. woods, and we shot guns growing up as kids a lot. Do I own one? No. Do I? I will never own one because I really don't feel like it's necessary. Uh, mm, you know, I've had my house broken into. I've had... Um, There's other ways. Shootings. I've had a freaking mass murder like a block away from my house. True. Guy cut his family's heads off and played, you know, and literally walked past my house to go mm -hmm. throw snowballs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I want a gun. And where I live too, out in the woods, 
I want a gun. When I go camping out in the middle of nowhere, I want a gun. People I just like, have no interest. You can't in take gun. a bear down. I'm not worried about a bear. Right. I'm worried about people ramsacking my campsite and worried about you know other things. And it will scare a bear away. So yeah, I rather have a weapon on me that I can use. Yeah. But I also don't you know the have access to and load capacity of modern firearms is new. And then, you know, the other thing is it don't help that Trump, you know, rolled back Obama's thing with the mental health issue about, you know. Yeah, that was smart. And I don't even want to go there with that. Oh, God. That's a whole other can of worms. I don't really want to go there. I didn't even want to touch on this today. But we kind of have to. We have to with, you know, Utica College is right over there, and they should be celebrating. Big ups to the Utica, Utica College Pioneers for winning their conference championship on the ice. Saturday night they beat Elmira eight to three. They crushed it. They're on their way to the Division three tournament, and you congrats know who knows? Them, congrats to them. They're I an know. amazing team. I got a chance to check them out this year, and they're a great team. And I, th- I'm pretty sure they get to host the first round. I'm oh, pretty cool. sure. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure, but uh, chances are they might host the first round. So that that would be huge, man. And big ups, and they should be celebrating. Instead, the school's on lockdown. Right. Are you kidding me? Because two some, days after the heart walk, and it, two, right? You know what I mean. Like you just had a heart walk. They did this great thing, and that's why I'm saying. And, and because it's like in Camden, it's in like all these other areas. It just seems like a bunch of idiots. You know, think it's funny. Oh, we're calling a bomb scare, and like, I hope you know they get in trouble. I hope they get thrown in jail. Right. And not realize you know the extent of what they're doing. Because you gotta remember, when you were a kid, you you didn't think it was that big of a deal. Oh, it'll be funny. Right. No, you moron. No, it's not funny anymore. It, too much of this shit is happening right. way too often now. You can't even go to a freaking concert anymore. You gotta. Ugh. I just got back from Vegas. That town's still in mourning. Still yeah, in mourning. I believe it is. You, you know, there's you, tributes all over the town and stuff like that. I mean, it, it's crazy. But do you hear about it on national television anymore? No. Nah. Do you remember who Stephen Paddock is? No. No. He was the patsy in the whole thing, or, or whatever the conspiracy people want to think, you know. And there's some loopholes and all that, you know. You can check out our boys, the conspiracy horsemen. Ever listen to those guys? Our boy no, Ben Hamin. No, I've seen him on Facebook. I, I, yeah, I've been listening to yet. those guys. And also, we can't forget about Raz, Raz. and the first fifty-two. Yep. They they have all these conspiracy things going and on. I but know, you know what? And I, I, know I ignore the conspiracies right now because there's seventy how many plus people that are dead right now. There's how many families that are affected by it. My cousin was telling me stories in Vegas where the cop got. Uh, his buddy was shot in the neck. He was a cop. They didn't even know, but he was still telling people, come on, move. And then he just dropped. Like, there's, there's crazy and, stories and bro, I know that, that I heard over the week of what happened in Vegas. But and the, all this shit gets swept under the rug. But to get mad and, and, and dispel all, like, conspiracy theories. And you can kind of sift through them. I mean, they were there for 9-11, you know, uh, the Boston Marathon, you know, uh, Sandy Hook. They they had all the conspiracy theories. Always. Um, but a lot of times there might be some truth. Maybe right, it, right. It, it's not to the way they think. But... I'm 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 a fan of like let's run through the scenarios. Let's put it all out there. You know what I mean? Not trying to convince people your way, but just like let's see what's you know like different scenarios and like how this could play out. And I think that's how you end up to the truth. I mean, cuz look at what happened to Kennedy. The Kennedy assassination created the conspiracy theory. You know what I'm saying? Like and it's still being talked about. Oh, there's more there's got to be more than one shooter. You know, but at the time people were like, "Oh, that's nonsense. That's bullshit. Look at the president just died." You know what I'm saying? Now we're finding out there's might be some truth to that. There's always something that leaks right. out. Same thing with 9-11. Yeah. People didn't want to talk about it because it was such a sensitive thing. We lost thousands of people. You know what I mean? And people didn't want to talk about this, the possibility that our government could have played a role in it. And then years later, you'd think, wow, I can't really tell yes or no. You know, there's, it's definitely plausible. 
It's a shame, man. It's so, a shame we're a co- it's a, we're in a sad state of affairs in this country. Very, very oh, sad state of affairs, and it's a shame, man. We need our to get our shit together. JP say Mohawk schools on lockdown today too. Pretty much all the schools were on yeah, lockdown Camden, today. Whitesboro. Yeah, New Hartford, Utica, everybody. Everybody was on lockdown today. And then he also says he'd like to see canines in the school. That's not a bad idea. You no, know, but there's, I, you know, what Dave said earlier too. There needs to be multiple solutions, not just right. one. And that's what there thing, needs to be multiple. I brought up on back talk as well, and and you know, of course, Tommy shut me down. Was, uh, <laughs> you know, putting heightened security. I mean, we got armed guards at you know, uh, banks and in office buildings and state buildings and all that other stuff, but we don't have it in our schools. I mean, I know they do in some schools, more of the inner city schools, mm-hmm. but not in our, you know, more rural area schools and you know in, in suburbs and things like that which is where most of these are, are happening so why can't we put regular armed security guards you know what i mean he's like well where are we going to pay for that legalize marijuana there yeah. you go <laughs> boom way more money yeah <laughs> so right about that but he's also right too i mean because they cut school they, they cut how many budgets they cut the music programs and all these school they cut you know sports and after school activities they're always making cuts it's right. unfortunate but it, you know and tommy brings up a good point you know there, there is a lack of money you know in these education programs and chicken you bring up a perfect solution mm-hmm. perfect solution right there well, I mean, we look at what happened in Colorado. Look they what's happening in Colorado. Money. Look what's happening in, in Washington and Oregon. And, right. You know, they, Nevada was ridiculous. There's a dispensary on every corner. Like, and, and Vegas has always been a money town. Of course, they're going to mm-hmm. jump on it. But there's, you know, of course, it's oh, New York State. Here we go. We get, we, why did well, we get United political States. today? Chicken Nose Today know. was supposed to be a good show. <laughs> I had a guest lined up. He had to cancel, unfortunately. Um, but... And, but, but, and it was going to be a fun show. We're going to talk, and uh, now all this shit goes on. But you know what, though, like it's lot, unfortunate. And the people chiming in on uh, Tommy's show when we were talking about this, I believe it was on um, last Tuesday, um, or no, it was, I believe it was a Friday show. Anyhow, we um, people were chiming in on different ends, but like people were in, interjecting their um, solutions. You know, what I mean, we actually opened up a doorway of let's let's figure something out. You know, instead of like well ban this and don't ban that or whatever let's figure out something that works for real you know and i think people are going to get so pissed off and annoyed of all the bullshit that's going on with left and right and who's right and who's wrong you know what dude there's a middle road you know what i mean being independent think for yourself do what you think is right not what you think your party is going to stand for and oh you're, you're so afraid to you know agree with the other side because that means you're going against your party or whatnot Fuck it, dude. Sometimes both parties have great ideas, and sometimes they do bad shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why you got to think for yourself. I think we got to stop getting off the fucking politics and just, it's a humanitarian thing now. It's not a political thing right. anymore. It's not a political issue. This is a fucking, a human thing. Let's fix this you know? shit. Let's <laughs> fix this country, man. We're all like, one. We're all one species. That's why I want to abolish the whole freaking two-party system. Let people come out there and, and, you know, support what they actually believe in. Not what their party tells them to believe in. Think for yourselves, people, man. And, mm-hmm. and, and when this shit happens, don't automatically go political. Don't say, well, this right. is why we got to do this and this is why. Like, That's the problem. Yes. That is the problem. Everything's fucking political now. Can't can it just be a regular discussion? Right? There's got to be politics thrown in Nobody there. can talk. Yeah. Like I said before, and I We're know. We're so divided. I know you're going to flip out because it's football and I hate talking about it too. But the yeah, Colin yeah, Kaepernick yeah. situation could have been squashed right from the get go. Trump could have said, hey, listen, come to the, you know, in which I believe 
Obama probably would have. Oh yeah. Invited him into the into the White House. Figure out. Let's begin an action plan. I agree. Police brutality is bad. Blah blah blah. Let's put something in action. What can we do? And then it could have been squashed. You know what I mean? But no, everyone jumped on two different sides. And yep. then it became not about police brutality. It became against, you know, sitting down against the flag and da-da-da-da-da. Right. And, and it wasn't even on what it was focused to be on. It became a political thing. Right. And, and it, it could, it, with a little bit of sit down, let's yeah. have a conversation. Yeah, like, right. A little dialogue. That's all that happens. Yes. A little dialogue. And said, I'm right. And then social media, and I'm going to unfriend you because you don't follow, right. you don't like the, my views. So I'm going to unfriend you. But if two I'm people gonna, got I'm together, follow you. Yeah. I mean, when you got guys like, Snoop Dogg and and and, and uh, what's his name? Um, the I old country Willie Nelson can sit in a, in and in, in have a conversation from completely different worlds because they're smoking a joint, handed to each <laughs> right. other, and and you know what? That's how things happen. People, you get rid of the fucking tension. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you put Trump and some of these guys in and give them a bowl and smoke up. He'll never Maybe we'll get something done. Couple comments out there. Mega's checking in. And Mega, you're calling me five times in a row. You see what I'm doing right now. That's why I can't <laughs> answer my phone, okay? But he does say a couple things. The government has a ton of money. They're robbing us daily with new laws and regulations and programs. <laughs> and rolling back all the stupid laws, too. Like the, the whole... How about the EPA law too with the clean water? No? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Great. Awesome. We don't need clean water. No, not at no. all. Flint, Michigan. That's, no, yeah. that, 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 let them all die. Okay. Anyways, uh, our boy Bandage checking in saying our current Attorney General Jeff Sessions will never allow legalization of marijuana to happen. Unfortunately, heck, he's trying to roll back the progress that has been made so far. And you're right. And it sucks. And there's probably because Jeff Sessions is probably making more money off it being, mm-hmm. being on the black market than it is to be on the right market. But that's how it is. These politicians are rolling everything back. They're bringing us back 50, 60 years back. Mm-hmm. Like what did Trump say? He was like, Oh, we're going to make coal great again. Like coal is it like, we should coal. be using solar and wind. Like wh- why we like, we should be moving away from oil and right. gas. There's other solutions for energy and you want to use coal. I mean, so what is this, 1860? What are we, fucking Butch and Sundance? We're going to rob this train right now? We're going we're gonna to rob, rob the train of all their coal because that's super important. We should be talking to that Tesla dude and uh, having him build our infrastructure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Was it Musk? Uh, Elon, Elon Musk, Musk right? Yeah. No doubt, dude. Dude, this guy's a genius. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like He's got, he's got solar panel shingling, shingles that go on your house. You know what I mean? Like... That's the innovation that we need to go forward, not go exactly. back to coal. Right, coal. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck are you thinking? And back to Mega, too. He says, people love drama. Fact of life right there. Not Tommy drama. And, <laughs> <laughs> too many opinions is the problem. Yeah. Everybody wants to be right, and you're so right about that. Bro. Every asshole's got one. You're so right. Exactly. Everybody wants to be mm-hmm. right. Everybody has a platform. And, you know, nobody wants to be wrong. It's, it's human nature. Who wants to be wrong? Who wants to be last? Everybody wants to be first. Everybody wants to be the winner. You know, you're not racing the, to be second, right? right? You're race, w- racing to be first. Second's the first loser. Right. <laughs> Everybody's racing to be second. I heard that recently, actually. Everybody's, you know, racing to first to be second. I don't know. But anyways, you're right, though. Too many people. If you ain't first, you're last. It's my opinion, and that's what matters. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways. Yeah. He said, I figured you were busy, Z-Bart. Yes, I was busy, bro. I was doing my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> He doesn't call you all day until 3 o'clock. <laughs> right, right. He'll just keep going and keep going and ringing. And it's like five days in a row. Five, uh, oh, he's got to be having a blast, though, in his uh, snowmobile. Dude, it was funny pictures. I saw Shark 
out there on a sled out in front of Slice Pizza taking pictures and shit out front, <laughs> like in the middle of the blizzard. And look, we got more snow coming. Do you see that? Yo, Megan, you should just open up a deal, man. Just start delivering pizzas on a sled. Seriously? Yeah, Make some cash. Yeah. yeah. Sled delivery <laughs> all day. <laughs> it could be like Joe Sweet's app there. Though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Order it. Order it. Yeah. You could be the pizza it. Sled it. <laughs> mega it. <laughs> you can have Mega deliver your pizza. Fan boogie. Anyways, it's it's just a shame that these college, colleges and yeah. schools are on lockdowns right now, and you know it hits home. It's close to home. It, it gets me all pumped up. And bro. like I said, I I just really have a feeling because it spans multiple schools. Yeah, you know, in in our rural area, it's not like we're uh, gonna you know like warrant high publicity. So that's why I'm thinking it's just a bunch of kids just being a bunch of jackasses. But I hope they get punished really really hard for this. Yeah. <laughs> Gaffney says racing to be second in fantasy baseball. Those guys had a tremendous launch last night, man. I'm really proud yeah. of those guys. And lunch or launch? Oh, I said launch. I'm fucking hungry. Yeah, you're always hungry. He, they did add a great launch. I'm proud of you guys. And then Bandage is checking in. It says as long as Coles and swing states like Pennsylvania and Ohio, politicians on both sides will coddle the industry and appeal to the unrealistic and foolish notions of the coal idea. I should just you know, like look at all these other countries like and Norway and everywhere. Look at Norway, like it's all solar power mm-hmm. and, and and windmills and stuff. Like all these other countries, how come we can't be progressive these- like all these other countries? Like, you know, Trump says like all oh, these countries are laughing at us. They're laughing at us number one because you right. are in charge. You you, mm-hmm. you got a fucking a reality star as our president. Two, they're laughing at us because we haven't caught up with them. You we think we got all this technology and stuff, but. To be honest with you, we're lagging in some of this shit. We're lagging in, in solar power industry. We should be out there in full force getting okay. our power from the sun or from the wind and using turbines. But where's the money like in that? that? You know what I mean? Like Tons of money in a chicken. Not for them. There is if they, they start opening up companies. <laughs> Why don't they just start opening up companies, the, the Illuminati? And it's ridiculous, man. <sighs> Why did we? I didn't want to go political today, bro, but we had to, huh? It's, and I got to do it tomorrow at eleven with back talk and Tommy drama. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's this plug right there, but tomorrow at eleven we'll yeah. be talking. I'm sure we'll be talking about and, this too. And we also got to mention too, like you know, just kind of the bullshit that we got to see is um, that we're going to be filming this documentary, um, search for the search for the soul. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm hiding the, the viable cure to the you know. Uh, epidemic of heroin and opiate addictions and things like that and, you're, and somebody just posted on my facebook and they're like why aren't we promoting this all over the country i'm like because they big farm sweep yeah. it under the rug they want you to eat so we hand they people, don't want you out there which, which, you know and they'll, they'll put a block on it watch what happens but, but but look at the trickle down on this so now we we ban stuff like this like the abigang mm-hmm. right that actually proves to work and works with mental health and but we we bury that because we want to like you know Give them drugs. We want to like prescribe oxycontin. Like you come in for a headache. Oh, here's some oxy. You know what I mean? Like you come in for, uh, you know, whatever. They 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 just throw drugs at you and they hook you on this shit. And then you go and they make you dumb. And that's <laughs> why you listen to bad music. Right. Exactly. <laughs> because you're all fucked up on these stupid pharmaceuticals. But then you go to rehab. They they get you off the rehab. You know, off the that particular drug for that time. But the mental illness is still there. The the yeah. depression's still there. Right. Which led you to the drugs in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So now you get this depression. So now what is the main uh, common denominator in these mass shootings? Drugs. Drugs and mental health. Mental health, depression, and pharmaceuticals. Wow. Yeah, there it is. 
Hey guys, if you everybody checking this out on Facebook, do us a favor, please share this video. Please, we want to get this out there, and you know, people got to be aware of what we're doing with the Abogain and the Iboga yes. plant. It comes from the Iboga plant. Abogain right. is just a part of it. It's just like a chemical or a compound. I'm sorry of the Iboga plant, and it's 85 percent effective cure rate for not only just drug addiction but also for PTSDs, depression, bipolar. And I've been talking to Tucker. Tucker's going to be coming on again really soon on, on EC Radio because he's an old, old friend of mine. Um, and we used to party back it's in the day. not that old. We're old. We're, man. <laughs> We're old. But anyways, he's coming on. And he was bipolar at one time. Yeah. Diagnosed as bipolar. And he's not bipolar anymore after being a part of this ritual and this ceremony yeah. that, that goes along with the aboga plant. And that's why I feel like these... these um rehab centers don't work that well is because the depression and the mental illness is still there. Yes. So that led them to that drug use anyways. So this, you know, cures all. I mean, it, it sounds like bullshit when you, when I, when I tell people and they're like, Oh, this is, you know, yeah, this isn't something I seen on, on TV. This isn't a friend of a friend of a friend said, I know a person who knows a person. No, we actually met these people. They like, Oh, we have friends that multiple. This, yes. Multiple. Exactly. Now it's become multiple before it's just like one or two. Yeah. Now we've, we've known a few and crossed paths with a lot of them mm -hmm. and a lot more to come. And so coming up, we are, so we did start the GoFundMe page. In fact, if you're watching on Facebook, I just pinned it to the top of the comments. Uh, Todd, our partner here at Disruption Apple Box Video Production, is going to Africa. He's bringing a camera crew, and this is a lifelong dream for Todd to do a documentary on this. Not only to go half the world, yeah. you know, go to Africa and hang out with the Bwiti tribe, and be able to document this footage of what's going to happen in this ritual and and take part of the whole experiment or the whole presentation of the Iboga plant. And He's been listening to Toto a lot lately. Has he? Yeah. So this is good. So we did start a GoFundMe page, and yeah. this is really important to us. And please, if you can open up your pocketbooks and your checkbooks and you know donate a couple bucks to uh, our cause, it's going to be – we're going to help people with this cause and this documentary. So uh, it's super important to us. And Lives to get can it be out saved. There. Lives can be saved, and they're going to be going out probably right around May. Yep. And I'm going to get Tucker back on the show really soon to tell his story again because it's an amazing story. I've known, yeah. Like I said, I've known him for years, and we used to party and together, and, we, and I know where he was and where he's come from. We barely got to scratch the surface when, we, when he was on uh, Backtalk. You know, I mean, there's just so much to it. Right. You know, so I really want to, you know, hear another end of that story. And, you know, this, this documentary can help so many people and, and also yep. kind of put it out there and saying, hey, listen, there's something out here that can help. Right. And why are we sweeping this under the rug? Right. You know, this, this stuff needs to come out more. And the other thing, it's legal in all these other countries. But yeah. lo and behold, in the good old U.S. of A., it's not legal here. Where we have a huge drug problem. Drug problem and, and uh, mental health problem and all sorts of stuff. So I wonder why. I wonder where it's at the core. Greed. Yeah. Mega's checking. He says they don't want to cure people. They want to make more money off sick people yep. than the healthy ones. And he's right. That's They do. They make more money off the people that are sick. It's unfortunate. It's such an enforcement. So, and then he also says, you pay your whole life to just to give it back and, to them, and in the end, you're not strong enough to enjoy the rest of your life. Fuck the system. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you think, pal. Yeah, uh, wait till one of these, you know, congressmen or senators, you know, have a child that you know overdosed. Oh, they have. Or, or oh no, no, they're, they're, it's it's been out there. But I'm saying has been. Then they try the abogaine or you know, plant medicine or whatever, and, and become safe. Then you're going to see a push. 
You know what I mean? Then you're going to see them like, oh, well, maybe we should change your mind on this stuff. Mm. But, um, yeah, this this shit right now where we're, we're slaves to the pharmaceutical companies, the media and all this stuff. Yeah. People need to, like, just start thinking for themselves. Look exactly. at their You have the internet you for a while, while until they take that away. Yeah. But look up this stuff. And then once we make this and it's out there and, and it's presented to the world, they can't take that back. Right. You know what I mean? There's proof. So it's really important to us that we're doing this documentary, Searching yes. for the Soul. It's about the Iboga plant and the ritual that goes along with the Buiti tribe in Africa. And we're taking a crew. And if you're interested in joining the crew, that can happen too. Yeah. We're, we're looking for people to join the crew. So uh, if you want to go to Africa and be a part of this whole ritual and this spiritual thing, man, you know, sign up. I unfortunately can't. I got to hold it down here. We got to hold Same it here. down here. I know. Uh, and, uh, Tucker asked me if I was going. I'm like, man, I would love to. Right. But I would love to, too. But for multiple just... reasons. Just the fact that being going to Africa would be cool and, yeah. and being a part of, of a you know film crew and whatnot. But then to actually experience like this whole ritual and actually witness like somebody being saved, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, with this and like watch what they go through. Like, yeah, I'm going to see it in the documentary, but to see it live and be a part of it and, and would be really, really cool. Right, and Tucker's like going to be the first American or something to take this ritual and, and be a part of it. So And, and it's cool that Todd's going to document all this. It's, so I am looking now, forward to seeing what comes out of Emily's all this. Going, and right? uh, Yeah, yeah. Emily, yep. And I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of all this. And you know it's going to be good. Yeah. And, of course, when the D gets together and puts a project together, it's it ain't going to be crap, I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> Especially no. Todd at the helm, man. The guy's Yoda, if you will. <laughs> he is Yoda. He's a Yoda yeah. mixed with a little bit of MacGyver in there. Africa, I will go. <laughs> like I said, he's been listening to Toto the whole time. Yeah, he's uh no, he's excited, and we're excited. We're excited too, man. We're yeah. excited, and again, we're gonna you're gonna be hearing a lot about this in the next couple of months out yes. of our mouths. We're gonna talk about it a lot. In fact, when we have nothing to talk about, we're gonna talk about this. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about this GoFundMe page that we set up. This is super important. Yep, and you can find it GoFundMe.com backslash Iboga I B O G A. That's GoFundMe.com. Iboga, backslash Iboga, I-B-O-G-A. I mean, if you can afford 10, 20 bucks, anything you can afford, really. You know, we, we, we really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. So, Chicken, you know, we got political today, and I didn't want to get political at all. I, I, I didn't because, you know, we got so many good things going on here at yeah. the D. We got yeah. a lot of good stuff going on. And we got to carry on that positivity. You know, we can't let this this bullshit, like, really drag us down. We got to be positive. Right. And try, you know, bring more things in light instead of dragging on all the bullshit like everybody else does. Okay. Uh, Todd's checking in really quick. He says, actually, we're good for the Africa crew, but Tucker is looking for people who want to be a part of the ritual. So if you want to be a part of the ritual, dude, if you have a problem, yes. a drinking problem, or if you have PTSDs from coming back from Saudi Arabia, or if you have depression issues, if you're bipolar, take drugs, you got a couple bucks you can throw yeah. into this. You want to go to the ritual? Maybe you want to cure yourself, man. There's, there's a whole spiritual thing that goes along with this, too. It's not just curing your addiction. And it kind of happens overnight, in a way. You yeah. go through this ritual and a fire, and and you go through this transformation. Tucker said like he can feel every line of cocaine he's ever done come dripping out of his body. Wow. Like, that's how intense it was. And then, like, you, you spiritual side of the thing that, like, you actually see... Your dead relatives and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's intense. It's going to be an intense trip, but it cures you. Yeah, eighty five percent effective rate. He said he was um, chasing a little boy that uh, 
end up being his son that was never born. He said he was calling him by name. Right. And it was like, wow, that's crazy. And you didn't even know it was like in his brain somewhere. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't something he, you know, focused on. It was crazy when he was he was talking on on the show. It was like, wow, this stuff is real, real interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it is, man. There's uh, and and both him and the, and the Nick guy that he brought in here, um, both all smiles, man. Yeah, they've they've yeah. transformed into new life, and they are a different person now, and it's it's so cool to see. Yeah. It is so cool to see. So yeah, uh, so if you want to be a part of the whole Africa thing, Tucker is looking for people to take part in the ritual. Spread the word, people. And they're going to, like, West Africa or something. I think yeah. Central West Africa. Like, they're going to be right out in the desert with, like, it's gonna be the hyenas. I know, man. I wish the hyenas the next... and, and the lions and tigers and shit. <laughs> I would have loved to, to be a part of that. Just to Are there kangaroos experience. in Africa? No, they... no just the le- Australia. Australia. Right. That's it. It's the only place. They get a, I don't know, elephants, right? They, yeah, they, and zebras. <laughs> they got zebras. Lions. <laughs> Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! So yeah, let's jump off the whole political thing right now. And uh, well, we do got the GoFundMe thing, so make sure yes. you go out and support that. Gaffney wants to say shout out to Todd for all the work he did on the baseline. He did. Todd did some cool stuff on the baseline, and the baseline is going to look really good in the next couple of weeks. That's for sure. One thing I do want to mention, and it's coming up right around the corner. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day is going to be here March seventeenth for. All our friends who don't know when St. Patrick's Day is. I'm glad it, they, they actually simplified it to one day because last year there was three of them. We won't get into yeah. that. They simplified it and into one, on which is Saint on St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Go figure. Oh, my God. It's going to be crazy. Anyways, we are, we, as in the D, are going to be set up at O'Donnell's Pub and Grill, 715 Varick Street. We've got pretty much every great DJ in the area that's going to be spinning. Smacktino, Derek J, the East Beats and Biz boys are going to jump in. Music, it's going to be off the charts. Yeah. We're going to be set up on the deck like we did last year. Upper part. Uh, yep. Upper part, and we're going to be out there giving out our Ds. And what I think is awesome about where we're located is uh, you can party right in the street. We're going to party right in the you street. You get ready to D right in the road, man. <laughs> we're going to party right in the street. It's all happening on St. Patrick's Day. That's March 17th for those who don't know. We're yeah. going to be at O'Donnell's Pub and Grill over there, 715 Varick Street in the brewery district of Utica. Come down. It's always a great time in Utica. They block off all of Varick Street. If you've never been to St. Patrick's Day on <laughs> Varick Street, you should definitely come experience it once in your life. Yeah. It, it is definitely a, a fiasco. It's, yes. it, it, it's a lot of fun. It, it, it's, a, it's a fun shit show. Yeah, and you know what though? Like you know, people get this like memory from like twenty years ago, right? Where the like, paddy wagon come and load people up. It I haven't really seen it that bad in years. Yeah, it's, it's actually been pretty. Cool. You know, a lot of good people out there just having a good time, drinking yeah. some beers, and hopefully the weather is going to be like eighty-five and sunny because you never know. We're yep. going to get a, we'll probably get five feet of snow two days before, but on St. Patrick's Day it's probably going to be like eighty-five and sunny. That would be awesome. That's how, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. But um, <laughs> yeah, crazy man. Crazy St. Patrick's Day. I'm looking forward to it. All our friends and Do you remember last year we came out there and we were on air the entire time and it got just to the point where it was just like mumbled drunken bullshit. Nobody <laughs> like I don't even know who had a can the the microphones. Like just hear some random chick talking on the mic. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we're not going to do that this year. No. <laughs> no, not at all. That was it's going to be on lockdown for sure. But you never know who you bump into on yeah. St. Patrick's Day. There's always some kind of friend. Well, there's always going to be a ton of friends. Oh, yeah, I can guarantee that. But you never know. You, you know some, we had the bagpipes. Uh, we had the bagpipes last you know, year. And we had some cool. uh, local radio personalities popping in. You know. and some. We had some legal assistance as well <laughs> from our boy Nick Pasolacqua. So you never know who's going to pop in. We, and that was our we, first outing, so... It's going to be even more interesting now. Yeah, absolutely. And with it being on St. Patrick's Day, it should oh, make yeah. it even that much more interesting. But I think we're going to have to put a bouncer right at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. I think I, we're going to have to do that I already year. told Sam, put somebody down there. Did you? Yep. Oh, beautiful. See? You're and, on top uh, of shit. You know, if anybody wants to bring us, you know, uh, corned beef and cabbage, you know, sandwiches and dinners, you know, I'll be all happy for that. We take all kinds of donations, <laughs> especially on St. Patrick's Day. Some uh, beer, definitely welcome. Chip does it up too on St. Patty's Day. He yeah, gets he all his great bartenders to work, and Alex, I'm sure, will be there. And I believe he'll be on the deck. He'll be on the deck. Cool. Even better. Yep, with us. S- with us. And uh, Michelle, of course, right? Yep. Oh, I love her. She has some nice tats. <laughs> I love her. She's my favorite. Anyways, she'll, I'm sure she'll be there and a bunch of others. So that's going to be a lot of yeah. fun, man. And then, like I said, we've got pretty much every great DJ in the 315 playing. Oh, yeah. It doesn't get any better than that. It really doesn't. No. Smack Tino, Derek J, Ease Beast, and Biz. They're all going to be there. And what's nice is you get to sit outside. You know, we've been cooped up inside all day, you know, all winter long. Get outside, drink some beers, listen to music, have some fun. You know, we need it. Yeah. You know, being out for the, the Heart Walk this past weekend, I was like, I'm ready for St. Paddy's Day. You know, you're walking out there, it's nice. You got your beer in your hand. And, you know what? I've been cooped in up in the house way too long. I'm ready for St. Paddy's Day. So, yeah, heart run was fun the other day. We snuck up right into the front. We won. Yeah, I didn't see you guys at all because we won. You won. Yeah, you we won the heart walk. We won. We won the heart run. We, w- we absolutely won. We had Team Hawk. We, the six of us. Nice. They kind of scooch up, and you know, I gotta give a little thing out to like the old Team Hawk. Like, unfortunately, our our team has diminished. It used to be. It'll happen. It, it used to be by the dozens or twenty of us, or even at one time I think there was like thirty-five, forty of us, and now it's diminished down to six. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. We um. It's. I mean, I understand people got things going on and stuff like that, but come on, can we get a little support? Not only is it to raise co- raise money for the Heart Association, but we're also remembering mm-hmm. our boy here, you know. And and I'd like to see people come back. On Team Hawk, and, and, you know, let's celebrate him. You know, it's funny because every time we get together for the Heart Run and Walk, we always tell Hawk stories. And, and like, when we were talking about it the other day, we were like, he would hate us for the fact that we're actually walking in his honor. Yeah, right. He would hate it. He would totally hate it. You know, that's funny. We always tell stories about him, and it's great to, you know, remember him and stuff like that. Well, but, you know, I'd really like to see some of my friends jump back on board with Team well, Hawk. It's and, kind of unfortunate. I understand things go on, but yeah, it's a little unfortunate. More than that, like... See, I did the same thing. I formed Team Tiffany for the same reasons and everything. And uh, we had 30, 35 people. You know, we're killing it. People out getting donations and yeah. having fun, team T-shirts and all that. And then it starts dwindling down. And um, But it was always, like, a chance not only just to, you know, honor your friend and, and raise money, but it was a great chance to, like, see everybody again. Yeah, exactly. Get to hang out with your friends again and, like, you know, remember and honor that person that you lost and and celebrate it and, and enjoy each other's company and tell those stories and, and then while you're doing a good cause. Yeah. While you're being, you know, doing your shenanigans, but you're doing it together in honor for that person. And that's why I always liked it. And once it got too much drama and this person's, you know, whatever, don't talk to that person anymore, I'm like, 
I'm done. Yeah. I'm doing a team for us. You know, we, w- this year I only walked with uh, Silbert and his wife. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, you know, I think the weather kind of scared a lot of people away. Yeah. Again, I wish they would do it more it, in Dude, April. it was a hell of a lot warmer yeah. this year than it was last year. I agree. I didn't do last year, but I heard. And even the year before that, it was only like 10 degrees. Yeah. You know? Pezdek is checking in. He says he didn't see us at all, but he saw you oh, checking. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We got right in the front. We were right in the front row. We walked, boom, boom, grabbed our Chibani, and then we were out. We're, it was in and out, you know. But I want to give a lot of love and respect to the Leos and the Nagels because every year they come in, and, you know, it's always been the six of us. They've mm-hmm. always been the nucleus of Team Hall. I hung out with the Leos after the fact. We'd drink a few beers at the gym. Uh, yeah. <laughs> at the gym? In the gym. Oh, in the gym. Yeah, in the gym of the school. <laughs> I was like, Eric Leo will never go to the gym. <laughs> but anyways, um, I want to give some love and respect to those guys. I love those guys from the bottom of my heart, and I'm glad we can get together. I and mean, it's a good time. Yeah. Like you said, get together and, and see each other because you, you don't get to see. Life gets in the way. And, and you right. know, they got families. And I know and, a lot of you guys at Team Hauk and, and, and um, Team Phelps and, and various teams around. And even it, it's so much finished. fun to like. I know it's so much fun to get to see everybody. Right. You know, you've been cooped up for so long, and and like I said, I think the weather scared a lot of people because we got nailed on Friday, yeah. and for some reason, everyone took Friday's weather to equal Saturday's weather for some reason. But the streets were clear. I mean, it was like you said, decent. It was like what thirty-five degrees, right? You know, I didn't have to wear up, bust out the hand warmers and the face guard and all that other shit. <laughs> you know, it was it was a nice brisk walk. You know, I had a great time. Um, although I do feel like if they moved into April. The attendance would like quadruple. Yeah, probably. You know, you're probably right. About I know that. so many people that won't do it because of the weather. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yep. I it, the weather doesn't factor in with us. Like last year, what was it like two degrees, and we still walked. You know. Yeah. But what are you going to do? You know, good turnout. Always a great time. Yeah. And, and I got to say, the, the city of Utica is very, very supportive when it comes to fundraising and stuff like that. Thanks for the beer there, uh, Jared. <laughs> Jared gave you some beers. I, I went to Jared. I got to give some love and respect out to Jared, too, because he's my mechanic. And if you need some work done in the local area in the 315, you got to go to Pezdek Automobile. <laughs> automobile and auto tune or whatever your Pez deck auto garage. He doesn't there? use auto tune. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's always good. In fact, I got to drop off the Jeep there tomorrow night. So uh, Jared's always been good to me. So I love you, Jared. Thanks for all you do for me, pal. Yeah, but the heart run. Go back to heart run real quick. It was a lot of fun. Yep. And I just would like to see my team increase a little bit more. You but know, spe- I know you're out there listening too, people. But speaking like Jared and Alex, you know, like. They're out there partying along the way, you know, like in yeah, costumes and stuff. And it just, it was fun to see, you know, I, I always look for those guys. Yeah. Every time I go up to him, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to see these guys this year. And I seen him, I was like, dude, yes. You know what I mean? We because, got to see our good friend Rain Man. Yes. You yep. know, Rain, awesome dude. Yeah. So it, it's. Tell him to take care of my kids. <laughs> so it's, um,. It's a great time when the community gets together, you know, and it was fun to see yep. Genesee Joe and, and all the radio personalities that are up yep. and on the route. You and, know, and I then have, we go and get all the Chobani that we could possibly stuff into a bag. I was telling Silver. Which is the, my favorite part of the whole heart running walk. As you're cutting around that corner after uh, Heartbreak Hill, uh-huh. you know, I used to always, that was my stop and see Frank McBride. You know what I mean? Right. Like every time I go through there, I think Frank. of Frank McBride. Yep, and, I, and I was saying, I was telling Silver, I'm like, man, what a perfect think person he would be for the d oh absolutely i would love to put frank mcbride on here man so you know i i just that's where it means to me is like you know i go through and i remember people and all the know, memories i know. i'm with the chicken I'm and what was great and it's something you know even if it was just me 
doing the heart run. I'll probably st- I'll do it for the rest mm-hmm. of my life, providing I'm still able to walk. <laughs> and uh, you know it's fun to watch though. You might not have seen it because you were up front, but uh, all the snow from the power lines blowing off and just pelting people in the face. Oh, I saw cops get hit with cause oh, it was great. on the trees. You know, the cops are set up on the side roads and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I not just one or two. There was a few. They were kind of <laughs> hanging out, and all of a sudden, snow would just fall off the trees and get pelted with it. So was you laughing. You can't me. help but laugh, you know. So was laughing at me. He's like, "Dude, you're so excited!" I'm be like, "Yo, did you see that one?" I'm like, "Yeah!" And like, some lady just got pelted like right in front of, like right inside <laughs> of me. Like she blocked it from me, me getting hit. Yeah. But they had no drones out this year. Yeah, it was, like I think you're right though. Like you said, the weather kind of put a factor in everything. And oh well, what are you gonna do? This is what happens, you know. I, I ended up drinking all day. You? Yeah, nah. which never happens. You, though. you drink barely. <laughs> it was a pretty good turnout though for yeah. the heart run. I felt like, right? I mean, I think the attendance little, was down a little bit, but it wasn't little. down as much as it was last year. I think if we had the same weather on Saturday, but we didn't get that storm on Friday. We probably would add a lot more. It's always weather. Weather's mm-hmm. always a factor here in upstate New York. It is. But I, I, I agree with that whole diminishing. It's like it lost, it loses its luster with the people in, in that team. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a shame. Yeah. You know, maybe you got to gotta come up with another incentive, you know? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Hand that's tops. all good. I'm going to continue to walk. Yep. That's all that means. And that's why I, I, I continued. I, I, years past, we did a team called the Misfit Toys, basically because we. I didn't want to find somebody just to walk for, and I just like, you know, it's our group of friends. And there, I know there's a lot of people out there that want to walk that don't have a team. So you can come join us. Um, and that's why I formed a Disruption Network team as well. So, like, next Boom. year we want to do it again. Yeah. Um, have a little more time to promote it and absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Right on. Another thing, since we're talking about fundraising and how the community comes together strong it's a very strong community yes. when it comes to fundraising when we got things like the heart run and the wiggle waggle walkathon and things for the stephen swan humane society we could go on and on and all the charities but another event that we're tied in and it's something that's really near and dear to my heart is the barden mud fest mm-hmm. and that's coming up april 14th at mkj farms in deansboro now if you have never participated in this i suggest that you do because it's a good time if you're into like a tough mudder or they like to call it the dirty little boilermaker or the Dirty Ninja Warrior, or however they like to. It is a grueling obstacle course. There's Keyword all different levels, too. There's all different levels. There's the 3K, the 5K. There's a kid's course. So if you want to come bring the kids, get them muddy. But you're doing, like, the monkey bars. You're climbing over ropes. You're doing rope swings. You're doing a whole bunch yeah. of stuff. In fact, we should rehash our video from last year that we did because it's coming up soon. So we should actually get that out there again. Yeah, that me, was funny. Me getting... <laughs> <laughs> beat up by myself on the on the rope swing. But the Barton Mud Fest is happening April 14th. I suggest you guys come out. It's a great time. Even if you don't want to participate, you should just come out and check out what's going on because there's music. Oh, it's mu- a blast. And, and not only is there music, but I put together some great bands this year. We have the old main playing at the finish line. So when these guys are coming off the finish line all muddy and wet and disgusting and stuff, old main's going to be right there bringing it down grassroots style. You know, a little bluegrass, which is a perfect band to have at the finish line. Right. When you're all dirty and muddy. Right. You know, they're just like, let's get down to some The Old Main. I love that band. So check them out online, theoldmainmusic.com. There's just so much going on. When we went last year, like, I had no idea what to expect. And, you know, Tori and I went and took pictures and whatnot. There was so much going on. There was so much to see and so much. And then, like, at the end, you got the big party with the bands. You got um, yeah. the food, you know, from Celtic Harp and was uh, – 
uh, Ray, Ray Brothers. Brothers as well. Yeah, and, and they're both coming back this year as well. And it was just a huge party, and you know, people walk around all muddy, but they're happy and fun. You know, like everyone's, you know, it was it was a blast. It was really really cool to see, and I'm definitely going to go this year. And I'm bringing, you know, probably Jay Stevens might come with me and uh, Lance. They want to come help and come experience it. I'm like, you, you got to check this out, man. You're going to be like, I can't believe this shit's been going on, and I've never taken part of it. I've never taken part of it. <laughs> and our boy Syl and Greg will be doing it. Um, Greg said he'll wear the GoPro. Oh, cool. Yep. I have one for him. Perfect. Even better. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Going back to the music, too, because we have a lot of great bands that are going to play. Not only are the old man going to be there at the finish line, but starting us off on stage, I'm super psyched about this, the Swamp Drivers. You familiar with the Swamp Drivers? Are they the ones that make their own instruments? They make their own instruments out of, like, like a, a shovel or frying something? pan and a backhoe. <laughs> I've seen these guys. They're cool. In fact, he, Terry Johnson has been on the show before, and we're going to have him come on. Soon. We're going to have him come out definitely before Mudfest. He was recently on Rachel Ray, as a matter of fact, bringing his, I think he brought his frying pan guitar. Dude, the guy will do a show, and I'll give him a little plug right now. Every Monday night, he does this webcast, and he gets 40,000, 50,000 views wow. of people watching him with his new guitar that he's made that day, or that he makes guitars out of cigar boxes, and backhoes, and shovels, and even old broken down motorcycle parts. It's unbelievable what this guy can do, and they I am excited to watch them kick it all off at the Barden Mud Fest like, April 14th at MKJ Farm. They're like the real-life junkyard band. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they really are. As a matter of fact, the drummer plays on trash cans and stuff like that, <laughs> other than a snare drum, but everything else is on like trash cans. And, and the bass player as well, he's got some kind of weird instrument as well. So they make their own instruments. That's and so cool. super, super talented. They are. They've been around for a long, long time. Uh, in other bands, you know, in this band, I think the Swamp Drive has been together for maybe eight, eight years or something like that. Wow, but it's been that long. It has been that long. But they're out there making their own instruments and playing some down-home great blues and rock and roll, man. So they're going to be kicking it all off on the main stage at the Barden Mud Fest. Also, our boys from Simple Props. I can't say enough great things about Simple Props. I love those guys. Barney Vanderwood is probably one of my favorite people on earth. I love that. Yeah, dude. they blew me away on, on New Year's. They're an incredible band, and Mike Sales is a very underrated singer. Nobody gives this guy any love, and the guy can sing Freddie Mercury and Robert Plant, and he can sing Brian Johnson, and he can sing all these great vocalists and nail it to a T. He's that good. He is that freaking good. I feel, I feel he is the most underrated vocalist in all of the 315. Wow. Yeah, I'm going on the limit That's... saying that. He's an incredible talent, man. And then you got Billy Carmen on bass, who's been around forever. Billy Carmen's a local bass legend, if you will. So we're going to have Simple Props coming on this show. I talked to him just the other night about coming on doing an acoustic performance. Cool. So that's going to happen really soon. Then after that, Mark Barden, who is the father of Daniel Barden, who's the yeah, Mudfest is name of. Right. And, uh, and Mark Barden is an amazing guitar player. In fact, he was recently with Trump on that gun th control thing after Parkland. Mark Barton made an appearance with all these other parents who've uh, kids got perished in some kind of mass shooting in the schools and, and he was on there doing his thing, man. But anyways, Mark Barton, his band is going to be playing as well. Alternate Universe and the Third Stone Blues Band. Now these guys come up every year for the Mudfest. This is the fifth annual, fifth or sixth annual and they come up every year and rock the joint. Now, Alternate Universe does everything from, like, Motown to, like, Eric Clapton to, like, they even do Red Hot Chili Peppers and The Police. And they wow. they touch on a lot of music. And they have a woman. <clears throat> That's a 
They have a woman vocalist who's an amazing, amazing vocalist. She's incredible. So they come up every year and they rock it. And also Third Stone Blues Band, a great blues band from Newtown, Connecticut. And they're awesome. Now rounding it all off, Grit and Grace. Grit and Grace are our heroes every year at the Barden Mudfest. They're the gem, the the darlings, if you will, of the Daniel Barden Mudfest year in and year out. And it wouldn't be Mudfest without Grit and Grace. Fact life, and we're going to be having them coming on the show really, really soon. So, Grit and Grace always does it, and they wanted to play last this year. They were into it because they got a gig somewhere close by. So, like, hey, put us on last. Like, yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> and it, it, like every year, Close it down. every year it, it kind of dwindles out early. You know, people have been running races long day, right. drinking. You're muddy. You want to take a shower or do whatever. <laughs> but I feel like putting Grit and Grace on last is going to keep everybody around and hanging out and dancing. And here's the thing, people like. Even if you want to just go to hang out, mm-hmm. like it's you not, can. even if you don't know anybody walk or running it, you're you know gonna pay mean? like five bucks to park. But you know, it's all going to a cause. It right. all goes to the Sandy Hook Promise program. And the cool thing is that they do is they take all these inner city kids and they put them on an Adirondack excursion. They make them take their cell phones. They take their cell phones away, their iPads, whatever. No electronics awesome. whatsoever. They bring them out to the middle of the Adirondacks. And they have a camping excursion, and they do activities out in the woods and stuff. Like, none of these inner-city kids yep. would ever, ever experience And I think it. that's super important to expose these kids to that style of nature. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a whole different world. It's a whole different um, mentality. Right. You know what I mean? It cleanses your – I know it sounds, like, very hippie-ish, but it really does cleanse your mind, your body, and your soul. I mean, you just – you come back out of the woods, you are a completely different person. Hey, you really are. I mean, the town of uh, <clears throat> Saranac Lake was basically founded – on, because the air helped people with tuberculosis. So they actually would bring people to Saranac because the air is so different. So now if you're always breathing in the city air and the city life, man, open up these kids' eyes to a whole different world. You know, different... The air is just different. The, the, the You know what I mean? It like, is. You can breathe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not city air. And that peacefulness like, that, like, you know... Crap that they breathe in all the time. When I'm ever I'm out there in my kayak in the middle of a lake in the middle of the woods and I'm like... Right now, somebody's never experienced this, and I actually feel bad. Well, those kids get to experience it, and yes. all those are taken because of the proceeds from the Daniel Barden Mud Fest. And it's amazing. And not only that, and Dan Williams, and we're going to have Dan on really, really soon to put a little twist on things, but these kids that go on this excursion, they each get to pick. Is Dan the host of the excursion? No, I mentioned that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. It's like, wow. That's... Well, that would be intense. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun, though. It's like Bear Grylls. <laughs> <laughs> but these kids actually get to pick a charity where all the other money gets to get allocated to. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, very cool. So it gets spread out. All this money that is accumulated from the Bard and Mud Fest gets spread out on all these different charities, not only Sandy Hook Promise Program and this Adirondack excursion, but these kids get to pick as well. So it's a beautiful thing what the Williams family puts together, the Williams and the Poyer family as well. And you just go and you hang out and you – drink beer and listen to some bands and watch people get tortured <laughs> that's why i'm going screw that's this fun too. <laughs> and you know you can go on the track too you can you can be a spectator on the track you can yeah. watch people and all your loved ones get muddy and, and struggle throughout the course because it's not easy i'm no. telling you right now it is not easy it's not an easy we're getting interrupted over here for some reason but i don't know why it is not easy um to run this course because Dan, let me tell you, man, he's a sadistic dude. <laughs> he really yeah, is. Just look at this course and you can see, you can see it. I would like to see him mixed with, um, Josh real and come up with a, like a scary haunted obstacle course type thing. I think the two of their masterminds together would create some crazy shit. Yeah. 
like zombies and coming at you through the run. That's a good idea, actually. You know what I mean? Almost like a haunted hayride, but not. Yeah, like yeah. like a, and do do it like a separate run in the in the fall. Yeah, like around October. It's gonna be a good time, and it's all for a great cause. It's Daniel Barden Mud Fest, April fourteenth, MKJ Farms in Deansboro, New York. It's way out in the middle of nowhere, people. If I, like our out of state listeners want to come and take part of this, you should come. Come hang out, man. It'd be a lot of fun. The D's gonna be set up somewhere's, either on the course or yeah. at the post race or wherever maybe even on stage who knows where we're going to set up but we will be there in full force and looking forward to all the shenanigans that happen at the daniel barden mud fest a lot of things to look forward to and i can't forget to mention and he's going to be coming on the show really really soon unfortunately but tomato pie day oh <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding Sumner. i'm kidding he, I, I love when he comes on but anyways he's going to be coming on the soon the show really, really soon to talk about Tomato Pie Day. Tomato Pie Day is happening on April the 7th at the Parkway Rec Center. Which he kicked it up. He nailed it last year. Oh, it was great, man. Great it was great. And nobody knew what to expect. When when you're sold out, like, people are selling out Tomato Pies, like, real fast. Real fast, man. They were killing it. Was it such a great right. event. So I'm looking forward to it again this year. You know, now that everyone's a little more prepared, know they got to bring some more tomato pie. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's our on-air meeting. And, you know, I hate to do this, but we're going to do this for this one. I've actually already talked to Jay, and I think it's a go. Last year, we had a competition between Masucci and I think Pete Forgets and Amigo, mm-hmm. if you remember. And it was whoever can eat the most slices of tomato pie. I think I want to revive that a little bit. And I want to make it open to the public. And maybe we should give out some scorecards. So every time, and we'll have to do it like maybe on the honor system. But every time you eat a slice, you got to check mark it. And then whoever gets the most check marks will win a prize. We'll figure out some sort of prize. Maybe we could get uh, the tomato pie day folks. So it's the most tomato pie or? The, mo- the slices. We do it by the slices. And all, every slice is going to be different, though. That's mm-hmm. the unfortunate thing. But. Because I know, like, Utica bread has a different slice as compared to, like, Danielle's. It's well, a little bit different I mean. do they different have, consistency. Do they well. have to get some from each vendor? Uh, no, it's. I would do it Because, like you said, like, you know. Like, like uh, if you they, remember, last year, Masucci sat there and ate a whole pie to himself. He had, like, a box, and he just sat mm-hmm. there and ate. And I want to say he won, right? Yeah, I really wasn't in competition, so I was like, I wasn't paying attention. I was too busy getting food. <laughs> I want to make this competition open to everybody, though. I think everybody should be invited and we should come up with some cool little prize and sumner had said that go ahead you know take the ball and run with it so that's we're gonna do some sort of tomato pie eating contest i don't want to do it where you you know you get five minutes and you got to shovel it all down your throat it gets a little disgusting it gets a little messy yeah but then again like you could sit there all day long you know then how do you like some people got to leave you know what I mean? So if you're gonna sit there and somebody wants to get there as soon as they open and start eating tomato pie and stay all the way till you kick you out I just feel like the food competition, the eating, eating under in five minutes is overdone. Yeah, but that's that's part. I, of the, I figure we do it a little part different. It's part of the challenge though, because then you can't go take a dump, come back, you know, eat an antacid or something, and go back at it. You know what I mean? You got to kind of all in right from there. Yeah. You know, or I don't know. I just five hours. It. Yeah, I would like to extend it out. You know, extend it out a little bit and do something a little bit different, and and but also accumulate as much tomato pie as possible because oh, yeah. <laughs> that's you know and we have our out-of-state listeners that have no idea what the hell we're talking about when we say tomato pie and we're going to do a live feed from there we'll be there broadcasting live at tomato pie day yep. it's going to be at the rec center out there on the parkway in utica we will show people what the tomato pie looks like and a lot of people are like oh it's cold pizza it's got like no cheese on it and 
But it's delicious. It's freaking uh, it's, delicious. Like, here in Utica, if you're going to a party, you bring yourself a tomato pie yep. to the party. That's, and everybody that's, has that's their own favorite. Do. You know what I mean? Some people it's Roma's, some people it's Danielle's, some it's Utica bread. It's You know what I mean? It's like... Napoli's. Napoli's. I mean, and it's all really good. Salvatore's. You never eat one and you're like, this is garbage. Right. You know, you're like, oh, this is good. Oh, this is a little different. A little sweet. Oh, this one's spicier. You know what I mean? It's it's all different. It's all different. Different slice, but, different uh, styles. Different uh, big ones, and Tommy Drama right now is broadcast sending our broadcast from Tomato Pie Day from last year. <laughs> we had fun. We we did. We had a lot of fun last year at the Tomato Pie Day. I look forward yeah. to doing it again. Dude, lines were out the door. Yeah, and, and hats off to Jay Sumner for yes. knocking it out of the park last year. He did. He knocked it out of the park, and that was like one of our uh, what was it like our second event that we did? Was it the Tomato Pie Fest? Was it our St. Second? Patty's Day was the first, and I think Tomato Pie was the second. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait to do it again. I know. And we've got a lot of things coming up. Also, we do have to mention, too, and this isn't happening until May, but something to look forward to, especially with the weather as shitty as it is right now, something to look forward to when it's all. And in my suggestion to people, when you get depressed, you get that seasonal depression, play a little reggae. It makes you feel a little warmer inside. But anyways, coming up May 12th Smoke a joint is, is Flower Fest. Oh. And our good friend Angela Johnson from BB Designs in Utica Love, she's going to be putting together this Flower Fest. And I'm looking forward to participating in that. And, you know, maybe we'll do the dunk tank there, the Tommy Drama dunk tank. But uh, we were doing that at the... Uh... The, the cancer. Oh, we're doing it there? Wherever. Well, I, actually, I feel like maybe we should buy a dunk tank and do it everywhere we go. <laughs> right? You know? Because who wouldn't want to dunk half of us? I know right. a lot of people that would like to dunk me. We, we break balls on Tommy all the time. Of how everybody, he would probably make more money than all of us. But people would love to dunk me as well. And I'm sure yeah. they'd like to dunk East One and, you know, and these Beats and Biz boys, you know, and yourself as well. So, mm-hmm. But I think drama... Would raise the most money. Oh, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. We can even do a contest, see who, who raises the most money getting dunked. I think you would be right up there. You think, I think drama beats me. I, but you got a lot of friends that want to come over. Like I can see, you know, guys yeah. like I know, got a lot of haters and, too. <laughs> but I don't even think it'd be your haters. I think it'd be your friends. They want to like dunk you. You know what I mean? I think that's who would line up. For Tommy, it'd be haters. Definitely. <laughs> Gabe's like, what? Yeah, you're getting dunked too, pal. <laughs> I already signed Gabe up for the Relay for Life. He's going to DJ there, and, and I've already signed you up for the dunk tank too. So uh, you're in on that too. <laughs> and so is drama. All of you, we're all going to get it. I think we should just go out and buy one. Never mind renting a dunk tank. I think we should own our own. Yeah. And we'll just set it up here on the corner of, of <laughs> James Street and, and yeah. Clementian Street, and people could come by on a random Friday. It'll be Dunk Tank Friday, and we'll just set up, and we'll get like maybe we'll get the mayor in there. You could dunk the mayor on a Friday afternoon here on EC Radio. <laughs> dunk the day old donuts, guys. That's it. We need a sponsor out there to buy us a dunk tank. That's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Bandage is checking in. So I. Why not do a competition and have people try to identify whose tomato pie is whose? But I think they already do. Oh, whose tomato pie is whose? That's a good idea. Like a blindfold challenge. Oh, I see what you're saying. See, they already do have a competition, though. There is already ribbons given away for the best tomato pie. Or they had a trophy last year, right? Yeah, something like Roma's that. Roma's won last year. And there's first, second, and third. There's, there's, You definitely get placed, but... Have professional tomato pie consumers be presented with a selection of tomato pie slices and a list of names, and they have to attach the right names to the providers. Or 
I t- say do like a blind test, like judging. A blind test, yeah. Like remember they used to do that with the Pepsi, yeah. and the Coca Cola. Like, you, like you, you, you have them numbered. You know each vendor. You know, you know, you present it to the the, the judges and they're blindfolded, and then after they get done, you know, okay, this is one, this is two, this is three, and then when they get done, they rank them in order which they like best. I like what he says here too. Test people's knowledge of the local options. Yeah, pretty good idea actually, huh? We actually, I think f- with that though, we would have to assign people up ahead of time. And you know what, you you know, honestly, you wouldn't even have to blindfold them because when you, people hand you a tomato pie. You know what I mean? It's not like you're going to say, oh, that's so-and-so. I mean, you might if you really know your tomato pie. Yeah. But, I mean, not knowing where it came from, I think is the best. Because if you're, if you're a Salvatore's guy, you're always going to lean there no matter what. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to say, well, you know, Roma's was really good, but I'm a Salvatore's guy. You know? So then you go back to that. Can you tell? I'm sure you could tell the difference of who's who. Only when they're presented Actually, together. Actually, I would like to take that challenge. When they're, when they're to... Um, you know, I would I would take the challenge absolutely. I mean, there's no losing there. I mean, you get to eat tomato pie, right? But <clears throat> yeah, it'd be kind of cool instead of uh, knowing where you're getting it from. And I think that's how the judging should be, you know, based upon the actual taste and not from where. Then it takes any kind of favoritism or or bias out of it. I don't know if that's how he does it now, but Drama says he wants to do a blind pussy eating contest. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh, oh my god. That was a tad fishy. Yeah, our boy Scott. Sterling checking in. He says, "What's up, fellas? Mr. Monkey sees. Hey, yeah. My brother says Lance in a diaper in a dunk tank would be sexy. No, that, <laughs> that would be kind of funny though. No. <laughs> Each one saying the water better be warm if there's a dunk tank out there. Ha! <laughs> Where actually, I think there needs to be like ice, especially if it's like July." You want to chill out a little bit, right? Yeah. If, if it's like 100 degrees, 90 degrees, which never really reaches 90 degrees here in Utica, but if it's like, say, 80 degrees here in Utica and you're in the dunk tank, you want to cool off a little bit, so we'll put some ice cubes in there for you. But the, I think we should do warm water in, say, like April. Well, I'm buying a dunk tank. It's it. Well, I, I would say warmer than April. I would say at least May or June because mm-hmm. April still gets pretty cold. Um, it depends. Sometimes April's nice, sometimes it's cold. But. Yeah, but that's the beauty of it. <laughs> it's just cold. Who wouldn't want to dunk Tommy Drama in the middle of April when it's like 30 degrees outside? He probably wouldn't do it, though. <laughs> but it's for a cause. Well, I'll put it towards a cause. Maybe we'll put it towards uh, the Mud Fest cause, or we could put it towards uh, the Flower Fest cause, or whatever cause that we're involved with. There's a lot of causes that we're involved with, so I don't know. Another on-air meeting here. <laughs> he says it reaches 90 a lot. No, it doesn't. Who, who said that? <laughs> Drama says it never reaches 90 around here. I think Not it in reached, April. Yeah, I, reached, I think it reached 90 once last summer, maybe twice. Well, yeah, It was knows. definitely 90 when we were doing the, the mayor cleanup team. Yeah, it was hot in there. He just can't get enough of us, this guy. <laughs> Look at this guy. He just can't get enough. That's not a snowmobile. You got pizza on the run? See, that's a good idea. I think that's a great idea. You should deliver pizza on your sled. You probably make a whole bunch of money. Nice shirt too, by the way. Alto Cinco. I know. Sharky's in the house. If you can't hear from the background, it just shows off. Are you gonna sit down and sit on mic, or are you gonna yell? Yeah, like nobody can hear you. You know that, right? All right. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get muted. She's gonna shout from across the room. One. Yeah. Oh, which one? This one. No, you can use whatever one you want. Use that one. You can use that one. No, use that one. That's fine. Hey. What's up, buddy? Good to see you, bud. 
Things good? Oh, shit. Z-Bar in the house. You're Big chicken. What up, baby? What's up, brother? It's all good in the hood. It's a little chilly out. Took Mosh for a walk. I said, yeah, let me get on a bike. You happy about that concert announcement? Yes, oh my god. Nickelback oh. and uh <laughs> Nickelback. Fuck Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, Lamb of God, all them guys. Lakeview. I'd rather see them in uh Albany though, because there's gonna be a pit. There ain't gonna be one at the Lakeview there unless you got well, pit passes. There's uh there's pits. There's there's a pit there, for sure. But a uh, big concert announcement today yep. coming out of the Lakeview Amphitheater yeah. here in Syracuse. Fuck yeah. Slayer, which would be yes. their last appearance in upstate New York. Yep. Well, yep. in central New York. And then Lamb of God, Anthrax, Testament, Testament. and Napalm Death. Wow. Yeah, I already Dang. checked everything. VIPs are 550 Just on, just picture, laminate, uh, early access, ticket, and then meet and greets. Nine bills. Nine bills. That's going to be insane. Fuck. Todd's checking. He says, Raz is down to fly in to Dunk Tommy. That's great. <laughs> that would be perfect. I'm sure Get Long, though. I'm sure Long would. Maybe we should do this as like an Abigail, uh promotion. There like you go. Boom. That's, that's our beautiful chicken. See, now you're thinking, pal. Yep. All this money is going to go to the GoFundMe page for the Africa trip. Boom. Let's get this happening. You're going to Africa? I want to be caught up in the conga. Yeah. You I want to be chased the, by militants. You probably can't leave the country. Actually, you know what? I can't, though. I got no pass. <laughs> if, oh, I was going to say, he would be a perfect person to bring there. I know. You know, to, to, to go through the Abigail and all that. What's that, brother? Well, do you listen to the show at all? <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to fucking Africa. Well, dude. we're not going, but Todd is well, going. Todd's going. Todd's going, and he's doing a documentary oh, on good. the That's Iboga awesome. plant. Yeah. And are you you're familiar with the Iboga plant? Because we yeah. talk about it a lot. Yeah, it kills, uh, yeah, it cures uh, depression and uh, opiate addiction. Yeah, don't hit that corner. Oh, sorry. Yeah, is it good? Don't, don't touch the mark. Right. Sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It, it, oh, yeah, PTSDs, depression, yes, bipolar. Absolutely. So we're doing this documentary on it. That's but he awesome. Was, I don't but we he, need to raise some money. I don't the th- go. Can you share our GoFundMe page? Please? Yes, absolutely. Because we need to get some uh, funds raised. I don't think this. Mega would make it back, though. No. I think Todd would kill him. What if I ended up staying there, dude? <laughs> Fucking get in a little hut down by the river. <laughs> Chill with the gators. Chill with the gators. Yeah, who knows? There's no gators in Africa, is there? Yes, there is, is dude. There? Maybe there's, there's crocodiles. baboons and crocodiles. You'd get sucked oh, shit, into all kinds of shit. a pack of hyenas. All I have to do is outrun the person in back of me, <laughs> and I won't have to worry about ever getting eaten alive by any animals. Would you be in the dunk tank? I'm sure a lot of people like to dunk What's you. What's that? Well, we have to raise money for this GoFundMe thing. Hell yeah, dude. And we're dude. thinking about getting a, a dunking tank and would you be in it there's a lot of people that hate my guts there's a lot of people that hate my guts too let them do it all the fucking people on uh utica topics let them come on down spend some cheese dunk mega there's still a utica topic no i'm not i don't even go on, i haven't been on that site ever forever really i never go on there anyways who cares about Utica I topics? i don't even want to give them a rub they deserve they nothing. can suck my cock. exactly <laughs> anyhow what? you i think would generate a lot of money yes let's do I, it dude. i think you would so here's our lineup in this dunking tank. It'll be you, me, chicken. Oh, shit. Chicken? You? Yeah. You and then drama. So there's four right there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's awesome, dude. Gabe said he'd do oh, it. Gabe? Oh, yeah. Gabe's our... Let's get that money, dude. In fact, Gabe's going to lead us off. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, I'm, Gabe's going to lead us off. <laughs> Z-Bar, let me ask you something. Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's, re- it's a little quiet around here. Yeah, it's, I like it that way until you came in. But I'm saying you just came back off vacay. I ain't been here in a while. Fucking, you guys don't even invite me no more. I had to pop in. I haven't been here in Unexpectedly. Chicken, he's doing his own thing over here. He's walking back and forth to fucking the pizza joint down the road, <laughs> eating, getting his grub out. I see you, bro. You didn't say hi? No. 
I was in a car. How he is? I was in a car. <laughs> I knew Zbart was out of town. I didn't want to. Dis- I didn't want to come over here and just you know because Zbart's the only one who can handle me. <laughs> so, this is know, true. We weren't doing a show. Actually. I don't want well, cops. We, we did Tommy I mean, show. No cops called on me, dude. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Anyways, life is good, dude. I'm keeping my sled warmed up. Got another nor'eastern coming. Yeah, when's Hopefully, that coming? I don't know. Next week or something. That's true, huh? It's, it's definitely happening. Rode all around Utica. Oh my god, it was so much fun. Me, Ronnie, and his wife and his future bride. Yeah, all up and down the parkway, all over you, every fucking place. Man. I love some of your pictures. You're taking about. pictures with oh everybody. West Tanya. side, north side, Snowmobile. east side, south side. Snowmobile delivery service, bro. Yeah, I would like to do it all winter though. If I can, I get a caddy. I'm insured, registered, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this like Brutus. I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. <laughs> Zbar, what's going on, man? I ain't had a plug-in in a long time, man. How's everybody out there in EC Radio Land? What's up, people? Yeah, we haven't been Imagine here two weeks. East side, it's west like, side. This is the first time we've been on air in two weeks. So. Holy shit. You got to get a lineup going, bro. Yeah, yeah, I do. I'm actually, I well, I had a guest canceled today, but uh, we'll work that out. Uh, our good friend who's putting on Summerfest is yes. coming on on Wednesday, Gina Scampone. She, she's putting on an amazing Oh, event. Gina. She's awesome. She's yeah, bringing yeah. back good old summertime. Hell yeah. Big Gina. Yeah, she's bringing back good old summertime. So we're going to talk to her on Wednesday, and uh, Tucker's coming in soon. I'm going to break yeah, her balls. Yeah, big T-Rolls. I was just up there the other day on the sled. Yeah. Well, got gonna, all the boys up there on I want to break G's balls about when we were at uh, K-Rock and uh, the band Saliva came in. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, they were good. I had a signed poster from them. I got it from uh, Blaine. I yeah. still got it. Yeah, I opened for them. Yeah, over at the <laughs> Uptown. At the Uptown Theater. Yeah, that was yeah, a great was, show. They were one of those fun bands night. that, like, uh, as you listen to, like, Tom and I were sitting there going, I go, watch this. You're going to go, wow, they sing this? I forgot about this song. Yeah, there's, there's a like, couple of those. A yeah. lot of them, like, wow, I, I know a lot of these songs. Yep. I forgot all about it. Yeah, there They're is a couple of those. Very <laughs> underrated band, I thought. Yeah, uh, the new. I, I'd rather them well, go back to the yeah. old singer, you right? Know, the but, Josie Scott. Josie Scott. Yeah, amazing. He's pretty talented. Fun dude to hang out with too. You know, since we're on the subject of music, something that happened over the weekend that I wanted to touch on, which happened in Syracuse, the Sammy Awards. All right. And I had some friends win some awards over the weekend, Hell so I yeah. got to give them some awesome. love and respect. Yeah. And it all starts. I have to start it all off with the Hall of Fame inductions that happened on Thursday, and I'm so bumming that I missed this. I did get to watch it on the live stream, but I was so bumming that I got to miss my very dear friend Stacy Waterman and accept her award into the Hall of Fame, the Sammys. And for the Sammys is, for those people that don't know, it's the Syracuse Area Music Awards. Mm-hmm. And uh, my good friend Stacy Waterman, who's been a promoter rep and a promoter and an event organizer and a life coach, <laughs> a mentor, she's been a lot to me. And she's opened so many doors for myself, as many and others, and so much. But, anyways, Stacy accepted uh, the induction into the Hall of Fame on Thursday, as well as Mary Jo Splain who is Shinedown's tour manager as well as Ghost. And hell yeah. She used to work with Dio. And she no, would, not hell yeah. No, not hell yeah. That's, I'm saying hell yeah. <laughs> that's another friend of mine. Um, she used to work with Dio and Lady Gaga, and like Mary Jones has been around for years. So two powerful women in the music that's industry awesome. de- deserving some accolades. And yeah, dude. And and they deserve it, man. They absolutely deserve it. And also, And they were at the Disruption uh, when your anniversary party, too. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah Thank absolutely. you for the support. They both came down, right? And that's, why, that's another reason why I'm bummed that I – didn't well i was coming back from vegas so i do have an excuse not like i was sitting around at home but Mm -hmm. um also for music educator a local legend monk row man monk row got hall of fame for music music educator and rightfully so the guy's been teaching piano and sax and bass and so many different instruments to so many of my friends for so many years and it's about time my man monk row got some well-deserved attention and also a huge huge 
supporter of this guy I am too, and hopefully a future guest of EC Radio, Dave Fresina knocking down the Lifetime Achievement Award. Now, Dave Fresina is a local radio legend. He's been in the Syracuse area for well over 40 years, if you remember back in the old 95X days. And now he's, you can find him on The Rebel, and he also was at OUR for a while there. So Dave's been around for a long, long time. You want to get some musical knowledge, you talk to Dave. Dave does a local show on The Rebel uh, Soundcheck? Is it called Soundcheck? Yeah, Soundcheck. Soundcheck on Sunday nights where you can hear all the local talent going on. He's been a huge supporter of the local music scene for so, so many years. And this is well-deserved, too. I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. But Dave Fursina, Stacy Waterman, and Mary Jo, well-deserved. And I'm so happy for all of you. And I'm proud and lucky enough to call you all friends. So big ups to you guys. Also, best festival and music series, Taste of Syracuse, which... Stacy runs, nice. so awesome. Stacy knocked it down right there, back to back, and uh, that's that's awesome to see. People Choice Awards to Infinity. I'm gonna start right from the top because I got some friends that that won some uh, won some awards over the weekend. That's cool, and uh, I'm pretty excited. First and foremost, best hip hop going out to our boys from Sophista Funk. Oh, really? Yeah, that's really cool. Sophista Funk knocking down the best hip hop. How's that? Yeah, good. I, big ups to our boy Jack Brown and Adam Gold from Funk and Waffles and E Man as well. And then Jack's been on the They're show a few times, huh? so we partied with them one night. Remember, M- many times, but the, M- many the, times, yeah, for sure. It's so weird, like because they're more than just hip hop. They're like a fusion, like a really cool. I, I wouldn't. I, I guess. It, I guess they would be considered hip hop. He also right? says he's not a rapper. He's an activist because if you listen to some of his songs, it's very socially conscious, mm-hmm. you know. And Sophista Funk is out there doing their thing, and they're not not only out there doing their thing in the three one five, but they're all over the country. In fact, we missed each other in Vegas by one day. I was texting them like, "When you guys here?" And they're like, "We were there last night." I'm like, damn it. They got great. Yeah, they they almost op- like Rage, but they opened no nothing like Rage. They opened up for Zach Brown in Vegas. Oh really? Yeah, there was like a private party Guy Fieri put on. See, they they bring a lot of uh, energy. Did you I, see any famous people? Z? I did not. But big ups to Sophista Funk for bringing it down. Real Vibration is a great double disc too. It's a double disc, so check it out if you can get online and and order it. You'd be doing them a favor and support Sophista Funk no matter where they're at because they are that damn good. They're a great band. Uh, the best rock, the Flash Cubes, great band. Check those guys out. Some of these other bands that were on this list, every band on this list for best rock category deserved it. Every, the Alpha Fire, they're out there doing some good things. Jess Novak has been out there for a long, long time. So big ups to the Flash Cubes. Check those guys out around Syracuse. Uh, where else are we? Hang on. I wanna, okay, another one. That we got to give big ups to, but Floodwood. Oh, hell's yeah! Who are those guys? Floodwood, our good friends you know from Floodwood. Guys. You guys <laughs> might remember such bands as Mo, maybe Wooden Spoon, Jay and Nick, Nick and Jay. <laughs> In fact, Tony Markellis plays with the Trey Anastasio band. But Floodwood knocked down the best country album. Country though, country. but they, but they're bluegrass country, I guess. You know, I consider them a little more bluegrass than country. You're like, but uh, it, it's a. It's like country sped up. Country like, nowadays isn't country yeah. what it used to be. So, But big ups to our boys. Congratulations, Jay. I love you very much, brother. And Nick and all you guys and Vinny as well for um, knocking down the, the best country Sammy Award. Nice. That's so cool. I'm, I'm so happy for all my friends that won. All of them, too. Uh, our good friend Jay Schnitt, he uh, came close in be- best singer-songwriter. Uh, Amanda Rogers knocking that one down. But big ups to Jay Jay Schnick coming in. And then the People's Choice Awards, our friend Kate Devin was up for that. Oh, yeah. And uh, Infinity ended up pulling that down. But big ups to her, man. She's out there doing her thing at such a young age. Yes, we've had her on. Uh, I think you were on 
summer camp, I think. I'm always on and vacation. And uh, the like... sushi brought her on, and she was great. <laughs> yeah. So we got to get her back in here again. Yeah, we do. She's amazing talent. Yes. I also got to give some big ups to our boys from Elephant Mountain. If you could go back and watch Subcat Studios did a whole live feed from the Sammies the other night. And, like, right in the middle of the whole Sammies, Elephant Mountain played three songs. And Elephant Mountain is uh, our good friend Joel Tier and Slider, who used to be in Brand New Sin, and uh, our good friend John Hannis, who also owns The Lost Horizon. Who else is in that band? A couple other guys are in that band. They, uh, the keyboardist used to play in Bloodline, Lou there. But anyways, they ripped it. They blew the roof off that place. And I just watched it on the live stream, and it was absolutely incredible. So if you get a chance, Chicken, go check out that live stream of Elephant Mountain. Nice. They're out there. They they're an amazing out, right? band. They got a new album. I think they new, I think so. I think so. But they're out there doing their thing. And that, I want people to think, because a lot of people think it's Brand New Sin, and, and they get bummed that it doesn't sound, well, vocally it sounds like Brand New Sin, of right, course. But they got this whole 70s vibe to them. They, <laughs> sit down. What are you doing? <laughs> they got this whole 70s, Dashboard. like warm 70s vibe to them, man, when I like down home, just, you know, the Leslie Hammond combination with the Ampeg and the Marshall Stacks and stuff like that. Like, they got this big, huge arena rock sound. So I'm proud of my boys from Elephant Mountain. Go check them out. They're an amazing band. So And congratulations to all the winners at the Sammys this year. Also, ESP, ESP knocking down for um, the best jazz band. And you can ESP. check them. They play with ZZ a lot over at the Turning Stone. Oh, okay. They're out there doing their thing, so... Again, congratulations to all the Sammy Awards winner, and of course you, Stacy Waterman. You're my favorite. You know that, damn you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. So, uh, Mega, what's up with you, man? Um, well, basically, I'm just chilling, man. Just doing a deal, living life, man. Living Trying life? to enjoy, absorb, you know, all the goodness that happens every day. You know, say no. We talk about this a lot. I got a very you. pathetic, boring life. No, really. you don't. You really don't, man. Because we talk about this a lot. We were talking about it earlier. <laughs> Well, we were talking about it earlier, like addiction yeah. and, and being fucked up on drugs. And people don't come back for where you came back from. Oh, hell They no. don't. There's, like, I'm a miracle. You, you're a miracle. Oh, yeah. You're on the other side of the statistic. You are. You're not with the curve. You're against the curve. Mm. And for those who don't know Mega's story, I mean, you were a crackhead, drug addict, yeah. in and out of jail for 25 years. Yep. You know, 27, actually. 27 years, which, wow. And and you've been clean and sober for the last five? No, I'm coming up on seven. Seven years? Nine months will be seven Oh, ring years. that bell, chicken. Ring that bell. Nine months, seven years, six years off cigarettes. What was the, the turning point for you, though? <laughs> what was the day that you were like, I, I'm done. I'm washing my hands. I'm, I can't do this anymore. Compete. I remember the night Finito. I was in a crack house smoking. Uh-huh. The stem was a little, I was gasping for air. I had black so- all over my lips. I just looked around and I said, "I don't want this no more." And I whipped the stem and I went home. And this is just coming out of jail. Yeah. So you out, got no, out of jail. I, out, I had a relapse nine months after I was out. Oh, so you were sober for like nine months. <clears throat> nine for, months after I got out, but yeah, you know, I didn't do nothing. I didn't go no programming or nothing. I just thought I could wing it on my own. <clears throat> what and turned you back to drugs? Just boredom, people, places, and things. Just, just not able to cope with life. Was I had a lot of things going on in me. I never changed. Running with the I old had a crowd. Lot of turmoil. Nah, just a lot of societal things back in the day. You know, child. I was molested, yeah. sexually abused, and all that. Plus, growing up on the streets. You know, being uh, physically abused. You know, verbally abused, and then being an outcast, and thinking that I wasn't good enough, or I didn't measure up, or you know, I had a lot of shame based things going on in my life i had a lot of shit dude i didn't even know who i was man i was living a phony existence for a lot of years and i just you know i got talking to somebody and they 
started talking about some things that I was intrigued and it interested me and I just got absorbed into it and they just started talking and talking and then I just one day I just came out with all the stuff that happened to me man you like should go to Africa with Tucker and all that's guys. what I'm saying you come back Crazy, a completely weird. different person he, he, I think so too I think that would not not in a bad way like you'd be oh like, yeah happy you oh I did like, oh I did 27 rehabs 27 detoxes. I've been strapped to gurneys and nut houses. I mm -hmm. charged a gate. I've been on all kinds of medicines and pills. Nothing worked. Nothing ever was uh, was good enough to keep me on the straight and narrow path. Wow. And it's amazing. And this last time, I didn't even need a rehab or nothing, man. I just got serious. A light went off, and I was ready. Mm -hmm. I really wish he could go I with want, I didn't want that lifestyle no more, man. <coughs> I think he'd be a prime candidate to go. So now I spend all my cheese whenever I do get cheese on I don't tattoos, man. On, on tattoos and concerts, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the way you get up. But that's a good outlet, I'm, though, man. Yeah. Right? It's well, better than going as fucking smoking dude, crack 50. underneath the bridge. I act like I'm 20, dude, because I never got to have my. I never had my 20s. I right. never had my. My youth was robbed. Uh -huh. So I never had a chance to be a little kid, and I never had a chance to be in my 20s. I never had a chance to live. Uh -huh. I never had motocross with snowmobiles, bicycles, big wheels, all that. I never did none of all that stuff because you know my life was just taken away from me from some scumbag you know what i mean some uh, scumbag that you were portraying what's that mean <laughs> you the drugs made oh, you yeah. well, this I'm other talking person about, you know when i was molested and all that oh i got you I family got you. friend in the neighborhood or whatever you yeah know? so anyways did you ever talk to anybody about that have you yeah, ever yeah i've been yeah. in therapy with that yeah for years yeah hell yeah yeah do you go <clears> to therapy still Yes, I do. Yeah. And yes. you go to meetings. And also, he speaks Every on day. behalf of meetings, too. Every day. I just told my story at the um, Uptown meeting on Jenny. Did you? I was nervous. Well, I was a lot But people. it worked because I got to talk about me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So anyways, it's all good. The more I do for others, the more I'm doing for myself. You right. got to give it away to keep it. That's the paradox to this thing. That's and how it works. It's kind of like your penance, right? And it's the more or less, right? It's just basically, you know. And this way it approaches Tucker's taking it, too. It's like, there's a lot of addicts out there who can't find that door to get out right you know what i mean because they're in the way <laughs> Tuck, tucker was bringing that up the other day you know like we we're saying like he could have just went got you know helped and you know whatever and then just went along his merry old way but now he wants to go out there and help others you know right like the way he got help. yeah that's awesome so right I, you know, some people need that extra some yeah. people can't do it some people are chemically imbalanced right or, or they get that like oh they don't understand me their situation's different you know for someone from me who never had an addiction yeah. to tell you well this is what you got to do you'd be like fuck you chicken you don't know my you know my problems anybody and everybody has the capabilities of getting sober right. and clean you know what i mean it's just you got to want it you got to need it and you got to take action. Now, let me ask you, too. When you were going to these rehab facilities, did you go to rehab facilities, first of all? Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, did they give you other drugs to mask what you were trying to come off Absolutely of? Absolutely not. No. You don't get none. You don't get none. Only if you're already prescribed them. Okay. Um, but I, they weren't giving you, like, Suboxone or methadone. methadone not or back when I was going. They're giving it away out now like candy. Mm-hmm. It's just it's horrible. It's just another crutch. That's all it is. You just mask one for another. Yes, that's all it is. I know people that have been on methadone for 16 years, and it's only to wean you off heroin. Right. You The government becomes your new dealer. Right. You know what I mean? It's true. You nod out, you scratch, you itch, you did all the same symptoms that you have when you were doing opiates. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I Me, the only way true sobriety and recovery works is through total abstinence. That means you don't do nothing. You know what I mean? But only to somebody that's addicted, you know, an addict or an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. Somebody that's life becomes unmanageable because of their use. You well, I got to disagree a little bit because we got this Avogain thing happening, right? And it has an 85% effective rate. Mm -hmm. What's that? 
the Iboga plant, yeah. and that's what we're doing this documentary on in Africa. Todd's well, yeah, that's good. Hell yeah. Yeah, it has a 85% effective rate, and, and it's like a like maybe a six, seven-hour ritual or right. something like that. I mean, you, you have to take it. You have to swallow it, you know, ingest em- it. You know Emily's story, right? Yeah. Adeline's <laughs> daughter? You yeah. met Emily. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And, and there's case in point right there. She was a successful rate right there. That's a, And then That's on awesome, top of bro. Tucker, on top of we've mm-hmm. got other friends that have taken <clears throat> the Abagain or the Boga plant, and it's worked. It's working. Yeah. And, of course, the government. I think it just restores, like, something in your brain. Right. And, of course, the government has it as a scheduled one drug. Well, but it's legal in all these other countries. Yeah, so. and, and Mega touched on something that I was talking about earlier when he said, you know, life was getting too hard, you know, like, so he ended up going back to dr- drugs and stuff and yeah, the depression absolutely. and, and those, those things in your, your brain. Whereas, like, with the Abigain, it, it helps through that depression. You don't have that any longer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you see the look on on their faces. Like, Emily, when she was on here, she was smiling. Nick and, and uh, Tucker were smiling the whole entire time. Yeah. And, and it... It helps. I don't know what I don't know what it does. Chemical like imbalance, dude. Resets your receptors in your brain, or That's whatever what they say. It resets you. Because I, I I can agree with that. It's I like understand a jump that. Start. Because with the cigarettes, with the cigarettes, I did the um, I did the Chanix, and it worked. It must have it burned out something in my brain that causes me to want to smoke. And I mean, the cigarettes still t- smell nasty when I smell right. today. Yeah, they smell horrible. But don't you always want one though? No, I don't. No, see, no, that's my problem. Not. Cigarettes were like the hardest thing I had. To I kick. know, me too, dude. I've been doing it since. And I, was I 12, still 13. want one. What you like all the time? What did Nikki Six say? He's been on heroin, coke, every drug imaginable. The one thing you can't quit is cigarettes. Yeah, I know. It's because it's, it's ridiculous. Addicting. It's addicting. It is. It's addicting. You know, it's addicting. You know, so if you have a couple pops or whatever, and you want to. Drinking you, a cigarette will taste good right now. So huh? you've been at rehab what twenty times you said? Twenty eight times. Twenty eight times. Some so, I got. So I like, got kicked out of a lot of them. And, and I imagine how much money that had to cost, like <laughs> you or the or the state or yeah. whoever. Oh, and, lots and, of like, money. And 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 then uh, just ending up back in there. I mean, yeah, twenty I told, yeah twenty seven uh-huh. times didn't work. Yep, <clears throat> Florida yeah. t- Florida's different. Florida's hard to get in rehabs. You got to be a hundred percent serious about your recovery because they're mm-hmm. not going to waste any time on you. So, like, if if there's a thing that you can do, <clears throat> take a one-time thing that's got an 85% success rate, why not try yeah. that? Oh, why absolutely. not try it, right? Absolutely. Would you try it? Absolutely. If somebody, if you if were you all... could went through all those years, I know you're saying you're a better person now for what you went through, but if you could have eliminated all that oh, pain yeah, and dude. bullshit, like, years ago, Fuck would yeah. you not have tried that? Hell yeah, dude. And if that's what we're offered. trying to say, is, like, it could have saved you. I mean, you're lucky to be here. Yeah. Oh, I know. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? You are. That you're still alive, you didn't, you know, you didn't get... Hurt in jail, in prison, or, no. or overdose. Or oh, I did. I overdosed three times. Dude. Did you overdose a couple, couple times? times? Yeah, yeah. I, I did the scene of an accident one time, too. Wow. <clears throat> Woke up with tubes and all that down my throat and everything strapped to Do you remember being bed. dead? No. 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 I remember telling the cop to suck my cock. <laughs> 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 no, it was Dominic. He's state trooper, yeah. So yep. let me ask you. Well, you said you were in, in rehab 27 times, yeah, and you've dude. gotten kicked out 20, a few times. Yeah. Why did you get kicked out? Fighting, uh, disruptive. Fighting with other people. Telling pe- the staff to go fuck themselves. Not ready. I was. Just, I had a lot of anger, dude. If fighting you with seen other me, clients there? Yes, yeah. absolutely. If you would have seen me 20 years ago, you would have probably never even said hi to me, dude. Probably. I'm, I'm glad I didn't know you then, actually. I was gl- a raging lunatic. I'm glad I didn't know I put my parents through hell. I kicked and punched and destroyed shit, and I was just a maniac. I had so much rage. I'm serious. I had a lot of rage. 
I mean, I fought my pro probation officer when I was a kid. You uh -huh. know, I got kicked out of every school in Utica, fought teachers, everything, busted windows, stabbed tires, everything. I was a maniac. Fought all my family, cousins, everything. Nobody wanted me around. I was just an outcast. I was a fucking mentally ill jerk-off, yeah. retard. Nobody right. wanted me around. And then I wondered why I never had friends. And then that one day, you just decided to turn it all around. Again, nobody comes back to where <laughs> oh, dude. you came back I from. Still, I st I'm still baffled. Like, you were in the day. gutters, bro, yes. and you actually are You're doing great. Yeah. You I lived, yeah, I lived in alleyways. I slept in parked cars underneath bridges, ate out of dumpsters. I mean, combed the streets aimlessly for hours and days and weeks. I lived outside in the wintertime. Yeah. I had nowhere to go, no places. I slept with prostitutes in their house, wherever they had. They had rooms. They were renting rooms. In, in buildings, whatever, they'd let me stay with them. And Hookers don't like to cuddle, do they? I've cuddled with a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I've cuddled with roaches, too, man. Oh, Fucking, sure. You know, mouse, mice, rats, whatever. But again, though, people don't come back where you came from, No, I don't, from, dude. Man. I'm a miracle. You know, people only knew where I really came from, and to see me now where I'm at, I mean, I do normal things today. It's scary. Right. Right. Dude, I, I go grocery shopping. I pay all my bills. I, I wake up every day. I take a shower. I brush my teeth. I comb my hair. I shave. I take care of my dog. I clean my house. I do my dishes, my laundry. I pay all my bills on time. I seven mean, years sober, you said? Grocery shopping. Coming up on seven. But coming you know, up on nine months. You know what's fucked up is a lot of people are probably listening going, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. But when Absolutely. you were oh, where yeah, you when were. you're an addict, yeah. Right. Fucking every, my whole day was a panic, wondering where I was going to get more shit, where I can get stuff to steal, to sell, to get more. Mm -hmm. Once I got that first one early in the morning that was my startup that then i stole all day long and did manipulated you? and conned and schemed and did whatever i had to do to get fucking did you go through the 12-step program yes i did did you like go and make amends with everybody and do all that did you do all 12 so the, steps yes absolutely yep one through 12 yes mm -hmm. yeah well i mean you don't i mean i'm not going to be able to make amends to all the people, but I mean, if I do see them, I be, I'm willing to make amends. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Behind <clears throat> and that's the one thing I respect about you, man. Willing. You do when you know you're wrong and you admit it. You, you oh, step up you to the, you know, like, yeah. hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm. Oh, <laughs> it's a humbling experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm sure the 12 step program is hey, a humbling man, experience, again, right? Dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got. And I'm not mind you, Zbar. I got a whole host and a whole shitload of character defects and flaws. That you know, I'm don't never we all be, though? I'm never going to be able to change them. Or but not. don't we all? I, yes, it makes me who I am. Not me. But I know when I'm in that element. When I'm being cocky. When I'm being facetious. When I'm being selfish. Mm -hmm. When I'm being self-centered. When I'm acting like a fucking asshole because I'm not getting my own way. I know when I'm in these elements, and I have to sit back and I gotta say, "Man, will you shut the fuck up? You sound like a fucking idiot." You know, nobody gives a fuck, dude. You ain't that important. You know what I mean? And that kind of gets me back down to where I need to be. To where I could communicate effectively, you know what I mean, without fucking. Because a lot of times, like I don't like being told no, and I don't like rejection. Mm -hmm. I fucking hate it, you know. And a lot of times, I used to go off the deep end. Fuck you, that asshole. You know what I mean? But now I just, you know, you gotta accept it, man. You, yeah. you know what I mean? When somebody says no, you're like, all right, man, no problem. You know what I mean? I that's the most. It's hard. I want to just say, yeah, fuck you, bitch, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know a, what I mean? So how often do you go to AA meetings? Like every night? I go every day. And do you speak every day? Well, once in a while. If yeah. I hear a topic or I can share something on... If somebody's going through something and I've already been through it, yeah. I can tell them how I got through it without a drink. Yeah. Are you, you a sponsor I mean? to anybody? 
Well, I've had many people come up to me and ask me to sponsor them, but they never call me. Really? <laughs> I'm not chasing nobody. Because they can't. Because they want to listen to you. They're not ready. They're not ready. I hope they're no. Slayer fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I only sponsor Slayer fans. <laughs> that's funny. And you've had to had you had to vote D twice. <laughs> No, but man, that's great. You can yeah. be a guidance to somebody, though. Yeah. And I had a friend of mine. I'm not going to say her name, but she was amazed on how you got up and spoke at. Oh yeah, AA. I know. Her. I haven't seen her in a while. And uh, she was just amazing. You yeah. like inspired her, and you enlightened her as well. Yeah. And and that, that's cool, man. I mean, keep being a positive role model out there, man. It's important. I'm just trying to do me, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's important. It really yeah. is. I like this, Megan, when he's nice and calm. Mm-hmm. This is this is like well, you know you guys can't handle me, dude. I can I handle you. Just relax, dude. I can handle. I, I know when to turn you off. <laughs> I Am just, I off right now, Dave? No, you're on. You're, you're doing fine, actually. I like when you're nice and calm. I called you D. That's we are on the D. <laughs> D. We are definitely on the D. So um yeah basically that's it and um you know I'm excited I'm in, I got a lot of anxiety right now because I don't know which show to go to because I want to go in the pit so I mean <laughs> I think I, I think it would be better this gives you anxiety but, on deciding yeah. what show you want to go to yeah because I'd rather go to Albany so I can get in the pit than go to Lakeview well there's I, gonna be a pit at Lakeview yeah but you gotta have money and access to that you gonna Chucky up there doing security or anything? I, I can't can promise you, get, you anything can you get me in bros I, 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 please i can't I talk can't. to the boys i got a slayer <laughs> tattoo i already was on k-rock i already went after uh rain man telling him yo do a contest best slay slayer tattoo yeah, i'm sure there's a few around here pit, right pit contests and all that and everything it's not a bad idea so yeah because slayer senior slayer tattoo right yeah i'm on their national i'm on their global facebook page wow and their tattoo facebook page or whatever that's cool yeah I just got it finished. I did all the. Why don't you just go to both the shows? Lines in the show. I don't know. I wish I had money in a. I, I, I wish I had enough money in a car. Mm-hmm. If there's any Slayer chicks out there that are hot and ready to get Bismarck, link <laughs> up with the Mega. Let's do this. Hey baby, you want bucket list type Bismarck? Shit. What about what about Mandry? I already called him. <laughs> it was his first call. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I had called him until he answered too. <laughs> yeah, he's like down. He's all down with it. He goes, right Right now, man, oh, like, my buddy you, took Chippy. me to, yeah, well, I had to go get, um, because my neighbor smoked cigars, and instead of fighting with him and arguing with him, I went and got odor deodorizer or whatever, because, you know, <clears throat> and I would rather be happy than try to be argumentative and be right all the time, and then in situations, sometimes we have to make the changes yeah. to make the situation it's true, better, right. you know what I mean? You can't always be like, fuck that, fuck that, I'm new, you change. And that's the problem with, yeah. the, with the society <laughs> today. <laughs> is because up. everybody thinks they're right. <laughs> but they're, but oh nobody God. wants to listen to compromise. No, no, no. You want to know something else? Everybody's quick to respond, but they don't want to listen to understand. Right. Right. Nobody wants to understand where anybody's coming from. They oh. just want to re-fucking spawn. Right. Or think before yeah, they, they yeah, respond. They don't care. Nobody, nobody thinks before they just get they jump out. They don't care, dude. It's unfortunate. And like you said earlier, too, it's the media that fuels a lot of this. The media, yes. Oh, it, yes. It Hell, is. yeah. Oh, you think they're not? Oh, shit. Well, they pit sides against each other. That's what they, yeah. Listen, they want ratings. They love mass shootings. They get ratings. You're they right. love it. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're going to find out they're, they're probably responsible for it. Yeah. There's a lot of other stuff happening, <clears throat> horrific stuff happening in ghettos that we don't hear about. Right. Because mm-hmm. they don't want it. They don't, We've never heard about it. That don't mean they don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing to them. They want that big bulky shit. Let's talk about Vegas, all the shit all that, that you've oh been involved God. with and never got reported. Think about it. No, hell yeah. yeah <laughs> right. Okay, man. Hookers Seriously. being raped, fucking get stabbed. You've raped hookers? No, I'm talking oh. about they've been raped. <laughs> crack spots. I mean, young girls out there first smoking, fucking getting nailed by every fucking dealer. 
You know what I mean? Just to smoke crack and this and that and all the shit that happens in the spots and shit There's like that. There's so much oh, that doesn't get God. reported. Hell no. Right, but they want to focus on Hell's the negative. Hell no. Always want to focus on the negative. They want ratings. Yeah. Everything in this world is geared towards money. Mm -hmm. Sick people make money. You work your whole life to pay into something that you get taxed for when they give it back to you. And then you end up in a nursing home. I mean, how are you going to enjoy that? Yeah, just enjoy your life because you only get one. Yeah. Oh, listen, I'm not getting, listen, bro. Unless you're reborn. I'm doing me until I drop, dude. I should have been doing this all along. Yeah. I swear to God. Right. Man. I should have been doing this all along. I say that about this. That I was right so here. trapped and caught up and blind. I was in the dark for so many years. And that, a lot of people out there right now that are in these fucking dilemmas where they're using and all that for, you know, for security and comfort and all that crazy shit, they're just in, in the dark right now. And it's going to take a miracle for them to break out of that, to see a different side of things. Because addicts and alcoholics out there that have been doing it their whole entire life think that's the only life. That they were, they're supposed to be living. They don't know that any other life exists. When you talk about change, they well, don't even know that. They think that's just a word. Their worth is gone in their yes, minds. Yes, they don't give yep. a fuck. They're, they just, you know what? They're, they're <clears throat> they jumped shame. into the throes of it, and they said, "Well, I'm going to ride this out until I drop because this is the best I get." Mm -hmm. And it's not the case. Like with me, if I didn't have them two years clean in sobriety, I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now because that was something to reflect back on and say man i remember how that used to be when i was sober for that two years man how good it felt all the shit that i acquired how happy i was i had something to look back to and reflect on but you got a lot of addicts out here that been out there 20 30 15 10 whatever they don't have nothing to relate to you know what i mean except the lifestyle that they've been living and to. walking in you know the ghetto lifestyle you know poor people poverty you know what i mean I mean, everybody and anybody has the capabilities of fucking achieving anything as long as they got the right attitude and they got action and be behind it. Yeah. And they have... You got a motivation, you got a motivation dedication, dedication, and commitment. And all that. Yes, but you got to want something new. And I wanted something new. I never wanted to be a crackhead junkie the way I was. I didn't want that. I what, never wanted that. What did you want to be? I wanted to be... I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be a comedian. I wanted to be up on stage. I wanted to be something... Big, you know what I mean? It's never too late. <laughs> I'm, it's over for me, dude. I'm already on the downside. What do you mean? With you know, I'm you 50. have. Let's think about all the power you have in your hand right now. Okay, just with your cell phone, you're on every morning doing a Facebook live. People and, love it, dude. And, and, and people, not only do I people know. love it, but it's inspiring for people because, because I live that negative there, lifestyle. Because you're out there <clears throat> preaching positivity, man, and it, yeah. it, it's important. And you got to keep doing that. Keep doing that. I know. Doing that. I know. It, to, being, you are famous. You're internet famous, no. pal. Right. You are. You're hey, Utica famous. You get, up, <laughs> you get up there and play drums with a band that you love to go up there with. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's, in front of a that's crowd. That's winning. That's winning, bro. Yo. Serenac Z-Bar. I was so scared to the death. Oh, my fucking that? God. I was so scared. Remember, Joey goes, yo, you're up next. I'm like, remember, you were there. But, uh, Mega, you have the power Love just it. in your hands. You're on your phone 24 hours a day. Oh, I'm losing the ability to fucking use my right arm. You're on a 24 hours a day. But that's not from day. the phone. No, I'm serious because <laughs> my arm was paralyzed. You're doing your before. videos. You're spreading positivity. I think it's wonderful what you're doing. And I, like, I said it earlier. I'm going to say it again. Well, People don't come back from where you came back from. Oh, I know. From. I know, man. That's why I need a Slayer chick in my life. <laughs> why? So she could slice her throat? No, so I can fucking mosh and hang out with her and just 
Yeah. Bond. Yeah. Hey, baby, you want to meet me in the pit tonight? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. We'll crack our heads open together. What did you say? You want to get Bismarck? Let's knock each other's <laughs> teeth out. Where'd you guys meet? South of heaven? <laughs> Where'd we meet? Oh, she broke my arm in a slayer pit. Hey, baby, let's make it rain blood. Oh, my God. Yes. I conceived. We, she conceived during that. I'll show you my death. Rain in blood. Hilarious. No, nah, I want to kid. <laughs> It's bro, you you can be famous if you want to be. I know, I could. And, and fifty is nothing. So I know. what? You're you're fifty. Fifty years is the new forty. Yeah, dude, I feel like I'm twenty years old, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm not that dude. I'm dude. I'm you know I'm, how old? Dude. Let me. You know how old Ronnie you James bro. Deal was when he made it? How old? He was forty years oh, old. Look at Colonel Sanders. Like, he was sixty, ready to die. Right. <laughs> and he came up with chicken. And he's still yo, alive. Yo, he came up with chicken. Z-Bart, all I want to tell you is I'm solid as a rock, dude, because I don't play games, bro. I'm mega. You know, saying all I got to do is lose, lose my stomach. That's it, bro. I'm all tatted up, man. Yeah. Yo, I'm, you know, I'm saying I'm ready for some chicks, man. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do like a mega dating game one? I day? don't give a fuck. We'll I need do it chicks. Right here. We'll do it yeah, here. All right. Remember we showed that we had that. There was that metal dating site. He totally oh, yeah. should do yeah, that. Yeah, dude. I want to do it, dude. Can we? Yeah. Oh, my God. When do you see me this summer, Z-Bart? My hair is really long now. Oh, you're I'm dying out? red. I'm going to do a red mohawk. Oh, um, yeah? And then I'm going to put a bandana around me with the glasses. I'm show up at the Lakeview Amphitheater. I'm ready. You got I'm it ready all planned to do out. this. Hell yeah, what dude. Are you, what are you going to wear that day? I'm going to wear ripped <laughs> jeans, so my Slayer tattoos and all my leg tats there show. There you go, brother. Shorts. <laughs> or a Speedo. That's hilarious. Speedo with a tank top. It's, yeah, so all the tats show. He's already planning his Z-Bar! Slayer show. <laughs> I think you need like, those Speedo jorts. Um, I don't. There you f- go. F- f- uh, no. Flame Speedos with a hot dog on the front. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar Mayer, baby. Right, no, I'm only kidding. Hey, hey, baby, want to get Bismarck? Hey, baby, <laughs> uh, can I use your bun? Oh, <laughs> uh, you're so. No, I'm only kidding. Are I'm we... just fucking around, dude. We do got a few more minutes, though. Let's uh, plug the bomb. I got to get the bomb in here, by the way. Yeah, the bomb. Can yeah, you, the bomb. Yeah, hell happen? yeah. Jimmy Crosby's birthday is uh, this weekend oh. down at Crosby's Tavern, and then Mikey's going to be at the. Uh, the British Invasion That's doing Saturday. one of the kink songs. Yep, and the Stanley yeah. that's going on yep, with Joey, down there. Yep, Joey Mulholland from Badfinger is going to be yes. there. And then not only that, is he going to be doing all this classic English music, classic, you know, the, the beginnings of Rock and Roll, the Beatles. Oh, absolutely. Stuff like that. But yeah. the opening band is going to consist of like 20 of our favorite local musicians. Yes, everybody. Marky Bowles, the Sistai Brothers, everybody, you name it. Smith's. Scott Justin Henderson, Henderson everybody, all the boys, Mike, Mike, yeah, they're yeah, all playing. Yeah. Jesse Joe, playing, so it's yeah. pretty cool what they're doing. Over Jay there. Joe, yeah, they're all going to be there, That's dude. This Saturday at the Stanley. This Saturday, Stanley, and then Jimmy Crosways, and then the bomb. We're playing at a new club out there in Syracuse, the Blue Spruce. Nice little lounge out there, hotel. Oh, yeah. Cool. And then we're playing the Beernasium out there in uh, uh, Brewerton. Good, yeah, dude. We're doing a lot of. You're busy, man. And Sharkies, and, and then, you're up there playing with them still. Yes, and, I, I do every show. Yeah, I do. Uh, living after midnight, priest, and then uh, <laughs> and then AC, uh, AC breaking along, right? and then I just bought, and then I just got a brand new drum kit, DW baby. Look, cool. You got the tattoo, yeah. I'm not. I got Gretsch DW. I didn't do Mapex because I wasn't really into Mapex back then, but I did have an ass kicking kit. Yeah, it, yeah. I've seen it come and go about ten times. You practice your drums every day, don't you? I just got done playing. Yeah, yeah, good. I love it. I'm on the pad doing it's rudiments a, and all that. It's important to keep practicing. Flams, paradiddles, double stroke rolls, uh-huh. you know, singles, triples. You can do our drum roll. Yeah. Actually, you could be our guest drummer every day. Yeah, D- I don't care. Give who. us a drum roll right now. What? Yeah. Give us a little drum roll. We got a, the kit in the back here. Let's give oh. us a little. Give, Shark will kick us a little beat. Kick us a little beat while we close it out. 
This is where the neighbors yeah. beat us. And this is neighboring kids. <laughs> At least we don't do it after ten. Mark flag, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mega. I gotta change the camera angle here. See, you sound good, buddy. You sound good. Yeah, you're doing good, bro. You're doing good. That was a cannibal corpse. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Uh-oh, here we go. Shit, now the neighbors are really going to... This is what the EC radios turned into. <laughs> Drummers are all welcome. Drummers are all welcome. You can come in and be our guest drummer for the day. I think that could be our new shtick around here. What do you think? I think we're never getting rid of Mega now. Does that sound all right, Zubert? Yeah, it's good, bro. Okay, man. You sound good. You sound good. I got one of Mandry's cymbals at my house. He actually brought one down to the show at Those are Mandry's cymbals right there, actually. Yeah, but I got one of his good ride cymbals. He brought it to us down at Silverado's one night with the bomb. Oh, cool. We're short on cymbals. He's good like that. Yeah, but he went to the wrong joint. He went to nothing fancy instead of Silverado's. Oh, my God. So he was wow, completely. Yeah, he goes, I went to the wrong place. I go, are you drinking? He goes, no. <laughs> yeah, one's in Oneida and one's I like Vernon. That Vernon and one's in Herkimer. See, but I like that D, D uh, lamp. Thanks, speaking, speaking of D, I get the D lighter thanks to. Uh, oh, shit, dude. Nice. Mr. Anthony Donaldson here. I stole everything from our casino. <laughs> dude, what the fuck? Oh, they did. Oh, you they catered you? over there. That's all. I stayed at the D. It was just downtown Vegas, which is really cool, man. Oh shit! So you brought shit back. Cool, yeah. man. Tomorrow I'll talk. I'd well, like I wouldn't really talk about Vegas at all, but I'll talk about hey, it tomorrow. What We're happens running. in Vegas stays in Vegas. Dude. No, what happens in Vegas ends up on YouTube. Actually, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's that's. Z, I think it looks fucking badass in here, dude. Thanks, man. Carpeted. Yeah. It's all painted nice. Yeah. Everything's all refreshed. I see my boys gave you a little momento. Was that? Oh, the, the Josh Young, shit, the boys. From, oh yeah, uh, yeah, they gave us that yeah. uh, picture. Where's the picture? Fight for Rome, right? Yeah, over here. No, but, they didn't give us. They the didn't palette. give you that. No, that was my boy JP. Oh, all right. He gave me that from Palette, the Palette Head Company. They oh, do some. Cool, I like that thing right cool there. I got one of them on uh, Facebook. I got the bomb. My picture over with the helmet mm -hmm. it says you're awesome. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It says you're awesome. It's just a little. Positivity that get, we like to spread around I here. Get the the There's so much negativity there. in this world, dude. It sucks, man. You got to, really but you know what? Listen to me. Negativity is a disease. You know that, right? I agree. The more you feed it, the more you it grows. The more you the more you focus on negativity, that's all you focus on is negativity because you'll bypass the positives and run right to the negative. You're right, man. You know what I mean? So you yeah, got to unteach right. yourself. You that. can always see these people that they always whine and cry on Facebook, bitching, cynical, oh, critical. Today sucked. This yeah, sucks. Fuck that, this man. sucks. And man, then get like, out there, do something with your life. And you're like, man, imagine if you changed your attitude a little bit. Absolutely, life would be a little yeah. bit Better for you. Zbart, listen to me. When I got out, when I first got in, introduced to Facebook, I said, you know what? I'm going to be positive, and it, and I've been doing it. Yeah, you since have. 11, 2011, I've been doing it. And you've been positive on Facebook, and it's 2018, man, and I'm still here, dude. And I ain't back in jail, and I'm off parole, and everything's going good, and I'm successful, and shit's you, happening in my life. Try getting your license back yet? I'm waiting. You waiting? Did you read that book yet? I should be getting it. Did you read the book uh, I yet? I should be getting the answer. No, I haven't. Dude. Why haven't you oh read the book? Oh my god! Know, Wait a second. She gave you this book. You're not gonna <laughs> read it. Say it. She's gonna say something. All right. She's in a bikini out in Boom. No, she's, not. Oh, she's, she's back now. She'll come oh, kick she your ass. Watching. She had all kinds of fucking bait and she, on, man. she gives you this book and you have it. I haven't... know. She's a nice lady. Why and, and, and this book is to like help you. Like It's going to help you. You got to read the book. How can it fucking... All right. I'll read it, dude. You can't read, can you? Yes, I can read, dude. You can, can you read? Yeah. Now, be honest with us. Yes. You can. 
So then read the book. I will. Read the book. You know? Well, you she, read the freaking book. Somebody gives you a gift, you, you you use it. I just, I don't, it's almost like I don't want to get engulfed into it. Why so not? I, I mean, I picked up, you ever read The no. Purpose Driven why, Life? Why don't you I picked that book up and I did, couldn't put it down. Right, and this is what this book yeah. is. what you're supposed to do. Pick it up, read it, and This is supposed to inspire it. you. Like, and you're talking about spreading positivity and yeah. stuff like that. This is going to help you. This is going to put you on an even Remember, longer path than you're already on. Vehicle, you're that guy said I was going to get my license in the spring. Right. right. So it's spring. So I'm waiting to it's get not the spring. He can't do it for you. Well, you got to do it yourself. I'm talking about the fucking paper. It's not spring. Yeah, but I got to get the, the acceptance. Read the book. So you do everything you can beforehand. You got to set in motion. I know. You it's all on you. I want to drive. So you got to read the book. Any hot girls out there with a license want to cart me around? I'll make you laugh all day. Read the book. Read the book. Treat you like a queen. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, on the back end of your bike. I'll be your king. Yeah. I picked up girls. Put on him, the, you, I, let me tell you something. You put them on the handlebars? I picked up this badass girl back in the day on a 10-speed. I could ride my tire. bike with no handlebars. I brought her home. no handlebars. Slept overnight. We made love No handlebars. Yeah, I can dude. ride my bike with no Hell handlebars. Hell yeah. I got laid on a 10-speed, motherfucker. Seriously, though. I'm serious, though. Read the book. I will. You have to. You said this last the time. Book. She gave it to you how long ago? She gave it to you for Christmas. Yeah. I know she did. Come on. I know, dude. You know what? I got it right next to my now, bed. Now it's almost like an insult because like, she gave Seriously. it to Don't say that because she'll be pounding. She's watching. She is. She, is. she just yeah. checked in, too. I can see it. She's Where? She's on right the, here well, on Facebook. You, yeah. She said stuff? Yeah, no, she hasn't said anything, but oh. she's watching. She will say Sorry, something. Sorry, Ed. I, I know. You gave me that. Yeah. You got to read the book. I'll read it. I promise. I must have said read the book about twenty oh, times. What if we? I know. I'm gonna get that what tattoo. We, what if we the get book. Megan to dunk tank? I, I mentioned a lot of people. We already said oh, that. Yeah, we did, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. So wow. another one. Chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about ready for Lord's another lettuce. one? Lord's 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 Blame it on the lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, I need another one, <laughs> dude. I think it's. I. I'm glad I came over here, dude. Yeah, you have to read the book. Can you just please read the book? I will, Z Bart. I want you to. How read long would you think it'll take me to read it? It's it, just read it. Seven it's poops, huh? Shark. Seven seven poops. Shark, listen. So I, you once you get into it, you're not going to want to play put it games down. in you, the bathroom, dude. Done. Wait and go. You know what's going to happen? You're going to read this book, and you're going to be on Facebook the next day, and be like, "I read this book, and oh my god, I can't believe it! I should have read it a long time." I want to change. Right. You, and you are changing. It's not like you want. You're you're making that transformation. Oh my god. It's going to help you even more. Read there's the book. A, oh my God! There's a song. There's a song. It's a song about changing. I'm mm-hmm. changing. I'm doing the best I can. It was on uh, what, Tesla. Uh, no, As he no, no. It's a black guy. His name is uh, I forget his name, but he's uh, he was on uh, the Voice. The song is so awesome. It just makes me want to just get up and just conquer the world. You know what I mean? Black I Sabbath. love music like that. No, he's 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 from New York City. He's, he's it's a male artist. He's real good. He's a good singer. Check that out. You know who turned me on? ZZ. Yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> she's got an awesome voice, she's too, the man. Best. I love watching her sing. She's the best. She just She's so gorgeous and so beautiful. I love her voice. Charles Bradley does his song, Changes. There's so many changes. Out yeah. Yo, somebody said that. Tesla does changes, too. And, and oh, yeah. Black Sabbath. Yeah, like, Black Sabbath. Yeah. Hey, there's so Queen Oh, my Drake. God. I can't believe all the shit that's coming. Metallica's coming David to Bowie. Syracuse. <laughs> all these... Metal bands and shit, dude. Metallica's coming to Buffalo and Albany. Yeah. 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 You got any ins there? Mm-hmm. Bobby knows uh, the bass those. player. <laughs> Bobby knows the bass player, the triage guy, whatever yeah, the hell his name I'm is. I'm hoping I can work those shows. <clears throat> oh, my God. I'm trying to get in that. But, well, Mega, thanks for joining us today. We're going <clears> to <throat> close you got, it Where are you guys going? Well, we got to close it up. Let's go to Slice. Come on, man. I, I can't, I, <laughs> you want to party? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Slice.
Yeah, I love Slice. The best pizza in the world. We're over there, man. Best pizza in the world. It really is. I love that place. Big up store boy, Tucker. Dude, I rode over there with my sled. I had everybody sitting on it over there. All all them guys. And Bobby. While we're talking about Tucker, too, we got to mention the GoFundMe page one more time. We're looking for some. I'll share it. We're looking for some funds for our Africa trip. We're doing a documentary on Searching for the Soul, the Iboga plant. Plant medicine. It's going to be an amazing experience. Yep. For we need people. it in the system. It's going to be an amazing help experience people. for Too many crew. dying. All right. Hey, relax. Let me talk here, pal. Thank you. Okay. You can check us out at www.gofundme.com backslash Eboga. And uh, if, I know everybody's not rich. And if you could afford a couple bucks and, and throw it to the cause, that would be right. greatly appreciated. And uh, soon we'll have Tucker on the show really soon and talk about his story and everything that he's been going through with the plant medicine and how he's... Found a whole new lease on life. Oh, yeah. And it's amazing. And I'm sure he's talked to you all about it, too. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. He wanted me to go to Africa. You should. You should. But read the book first. (laughs) Read the book. How about if I bring the book on the plane? There There you you go. go. Because it's like a 16-hour trip, ain't it? Time out. You should read the book way before you get on that plane. You need to read the book. Like, go home right now. Imagine if I go over there and end up being some African... Pal, you need to go read that book right now. I'm telling you. (laughs) Yeah, right. Make us over there running through the Congo with oh machetes. Said he ain't never coming back. God. Probably be the perfect place He's for you. He's selling Slayer shirts over there. Mega. <laughs> to the headhunters. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. I want to remind everybody you can listen to this podcast and previous podcasts of EC Radio and all the great content here on DisruptionNetwork.net. The all-new website, DisruptionNetwork.net. If you could please share this video, that would be greatly appreciated. Like, comment, and subscribe to all our channels and all the social media platforms. So I will be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. with Tommy Drama for Back Talk and then tomorrow 3 p.m. with EC Radio. And then Home Free with Adeline will be coming up in a little bit, right? That will be coming uh, up in so. a little She's bit. She's back so. from vacation. Okay, we're all back from vacation. So tomorrow we'll talk about Vegas. We, I didn't even get a chance to talk about Vegas because we were rudely interrupted. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, buddy. You get a fuck sen- out of here. You're too sensitive sometimes. No, I ain't. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. Later. Peace. You know what the hell you're listening to? It's EC Radio. Never you mind what I'm making. You should spend some time taking a personal inventory of what you're doing for the betterment of society. EC Radio. You're listening to EC Radio on the Disruption Network. Dago Wab, Guinea, Garlic Breath, Pizza Slinger, Spaghetti Benin, Vic Damone, Perry Como, Luciano Pavarotti, Solo Meal, Non Singer Motherfucker. Mm hmm. That's good. EC Radio. Hey, it's Adeline Van Dyke from Coldwell Banker Faith Properties in Utica. I always get asked, why do I love real estate? It's very simple. I love my clients. I love every single thing about helping them find or sell their home. Making sure the home is solid and ready for sale or solid and ready for the buyer's inspection to making sure that they're getting the best rate on their mortgage, making sure they're getting the best price on their house. You know, just everything involved in the sale is vital. My absolute favorite part of real estate is when a buyer walks into the house they're going to buy. I can feel it before they even know they're loving the house. It's just that obvious.
So I'd love to experience that feeling with you. So give me a call. Adeline Van Dyke, Coldwell Banker, Faith Properties, 315-404-6431. Or you can find me on Facebook or visit my website at centralnewyork.com backslash Adeline. Thank you. And I look forward to welcoming you home. When it's your hard-earned money on the line that you are investing into a home, it makes sense to choose a proven professional to assist you in making one of the biggest investments you may ever make. Josh's dedication of over 20 years to the home construction industry allows him to bring knowledge and experience to your doorstep. That means you can feel confident and comfortable with his service to you. Past clients love his attention to detail and thorough written reports. By allowing priceless inspections to help you make a well-informed decision concerning your property, you will find that a quality inspection is priceless. Follow Priceless Inspections on Facebook or call 315-525-8725. In the Mohawk Valley, for the best real estate service, you gotta have faith. Caldwell Banker Faith Properties, 315-735-2222 or www.centralnyhomes.com.